0: Shock. Geek Shock
1: Sometimes you just gotta yell and scream Sometimes it's the only thing to do
0: Pistol shrimp can make a noise loud enough to break glass
2: Welcome folks, this is Geek Shock number 290 I am Aster Torgo Did you just call yourself Aster, Aster Torgo? Aster? I'm I'm Aster, Aster. Um, my, I'm, Yeah, I'm upper crust, I'm Aster I'm Aster, Aster, Aster Tor- Torgo Aster <laughs> I'm the famous Paul 80s Jeff, Maple Leaf Matt, and we're to talk weekend geeks. Sorry about last week. Yeah, that I warned that you about the possibilities, and of course that did happen. But it's going to be super rare here going forward. There was extenuating ex- circumstances since uh, Jeff here could not run the board being out of town. So, yes, I was on a plane. So, but I appreciate those who expressed your concern. I'm okay. Everybody's okay. Yeah. It was very nice of you. We're
3: all all right. We're all all right. Yeah, it's very nice to see the outpouring of concern. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Yes. And of course you got the ice cream social to keep you alive till then. Exactly. Two meaty rich episodes. We actually had some trouble this week ourselves. You guys talk for a minute. I'm going to finish
1: this <laughs> <laughs> We had some trouble. At talk-, talk amongst yourselves. Well, i tell you what. Here,
2: well, I'll give you a topic. Before we go into our stuff, we got a couple of emails I want to get into oh, yes. here. Uh, first off, uh, this is from Jeff, a.k.a. Jeff Roth.
3: Not me. Jeff Roth runs the Ice Cream Social subreddit page. Okay. He is a super scoop. We love you, Jeff. Super okay. scoop? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So Super
2: Jeff, school. So Jeff Roth says, Hello, my geeky overlords. I am back again looking for advice. Again. Ah. I was approached by my sister who asked. Well, slow down, <laughs> Jeff. Slow down. <laughs>
0: okay, go ahead. She
2: so asked if she thought my nephews were old enough for comic books, twin boys about to be nine years old. My response mm. was, Fuck yes, they are. Their birthday is coming up at the end of June so I thought it would be awesome to get them their first comic books. Question is, what is the best approach to give them a good idea of how awesome comics are, but also give them a chance to see if it's something they might enjoy? Seeing as I did not start reading comics until I was 28, thanks to Geek Shock, I have no idea what the experience was like as a child. Do I stick with their favorite characters like Thor, Spider-Man, and Hulk? Should I try to mix it up with different styles? Uh do I buy them some trades so they get the full story or is it more fun to experience the classic single issue? If they end up getting into comics, I'd like them to look back at what I get them as a reason for loving, not as the dumb, cheesy comic their uncle got them. Mm. Any general suggestions of recent or even older comics that would be fun for kids. In terms of quantity, I'd like them to have at least 10 comics each or two trades each. Shock Monkey and Scoop for Life, a.k.a. Jeffiroff.
3: All right, Jeff. Here's my plan of action for you. That's a tough one. You told me you found, I think, you found a local comic shop that you dig. You uh, got me an awesome Ex Machina comic from there. So I think you've got a good spot to go selecting from. My hope is that this is a comic shop that carries back issues. My suggestion to you is take the kids in, let them pick a couple of new issues from the current racks but then let them go a little hog wild on some back issue stuff they can get a lot of those for like a buck a piece Mm two dollars maybe and let them just pick some stuff that they like the look of that's a great idea that's really all it takes like and they'll learn a couple of things from that sometimes covers (laughs) lie
2: It's true, right? right? It is true. Let's get the deep, dark lessons in early. You'll learn
3: sometimes covers lie, but you'll also find some stuff that you just, you'll never forget some of those first books. I had the privilege, my cousin Brian, when we were on a camping trip, I was like 12, about 13, and uh, we were on a camping trip and we needed some supplies at some point. He went. Off in his truck to go get some supplies at a little, you know, quickie mart, whatever. He ended up coming back to the campsite. It was myself, my brother, my father, my cousin-in-law, Jim, my cousin, Brian, and my Uncle Mac. And we were, we had been canoeing up the river and we had parked for the night. Anyway, he brought back a couple of Spider-Man books. And this was the saga where Robbie Robertson was stuck in jail and was, tr- be- was being uh, hunted by Tombstone. I was going to murder him. So I still remember this comic vividly. This was my first comic book. And I read that issue, and I was like, I need to know the rest of this story. And that's what got me hooked, that whole thing. And so like within four months of that comic book, I was reading five Spider-Man books a month, <laughs> buying everything. My whole room was just wall-to-wall Spider-Man books. I had about 200 issues lining the walls. They were my wallpaper, um, all in sequential order, of course. Um, <laughs> and we still have all those issues, you know, bagged and boarded, but hung up nice. It was cool. So, yeah, my advice, take them out. Let them find some stuff. If you've got a couple of things that you really enjoyed – or you think they'll really dig maybe steer them towards one or two of those but I think you've got it dead right when you go single issues just get them a bunch of single issues do not worry about trades they if if it gets to the point a couple years from now where they go oh full stories you know but that's not going to hit for a little while I think now yeah. and just you know comic books are pretty expensive now but back when they were they were still kind of expensive in my day too I always treated mine with kid gloves, but I know a lot of people just read them and chucked them around. And, yeah. and, and and you know, what are they really worth? Who can say? Most of the time, they don't appreciate that greatly. So just to have books around that you can just pick up and read, kind of fun. Nothing like a, a kid's bedroom with a couple of comic books just sitting around, where friends that come over can just pick up a book, start reading. Sure, a and they bit. can
2: trade them in between
3: each other. Exactly, and- exactly. So shoot for some back issues. See if they don't have like a, a sale bin. Um, sometimes they have like an unboarded and just get some of those bad boys, get some of those dog eared, you know, well-loved classics uh, and, and you know, quarter piece. Sometimes those things you can find. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That'd be my advice. Let them pick their books. I can't think of anything better. Mm.
0: You also can find oftentimes at garage sales, like uh, boxes of comics and they're selling them for like 10 for a quarter or something. That's a, that's honestly that's how I first started getting comic books when I was a kid. My mom would go to the garage sales and she'd see some so she'd just buy up what they had and usually they were kid titles. Like I do remember uh I read a lot of the uh Scrooge McDuck comics gotcha. which is like it was like long before DuckTales even hit the screen, but it was it, it was basically DuckTales. It was Scrooge McDuck, Huey, Dewey and Louie. And occasionally Donald and they were going on adventures all over the world. It was just really, really kind of Yeah, I think my earliest one
2: was a Dennis the Menace, but I read and reread that over and over again.
0: Yeah. And I had a few Richie Rich comics, which when you're a kid, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Not so much as an adult. You look back <laughs> and you're just like, Wow, that's uh well, Richie Rich. Richie Rich was kind of a dick. And you but, know, but, uh, they yeah. they
3: just did the reboot of Archie. Oh, from, that's right. Yeah. With art by Fiona Staples. You can't go wrong there. So you know, there's a couple of really. I mean, it's never a bad time to start getting into comic books, man. I just spent sixty dollars today. I just got the uh, the big hardbound uh, sex criminals book. Wouldn't nice. advise that for the kids, what? right? But it's great. It's a great read. Sex what criminals did he is so say good. the uh,
0: the favorite characters were? Thor, uh, Spider Man, and it was a Thor, Spider Man, and Hulk. Yeah. Now, are there? Kid friendly versions yep. of those still now? Okay. Yeah, there are. I just I wasn't sure because I know the ones that I've read recently were definitely more yeah there's adult some themed. there's some
3: darker stuff out there again just let them pick it and and if you go into those back bins and you grab something from 95 back sure you're gonna be fine yeah like it's it is kid gloves things didn't get really dark in the Marvel universe, till till the aughts, really, right? Yeah, yeah. So and 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 even then, sporadically and rarely. And, and they were in like
2: Max titles
3: and <laughs> yeah, Marvel exactly, Knights exactly. stuff that were. So you're not gonna be, they're not gonna be freaking out. But I mean, that's part of it. Too. That's part of the fun too. Is you get a book that has a little something freaky in it. And you're like, like a Mark oh, Specter or hey. something. Hey. <laughs> it's like somebody's <laughs> face burns off or some shit. And it's like, oh, oh. Like, I just remember. You could, you know, you when back in the day when we could order books. Remember, you had the book catalog every month. Yes. Oh, yeah. I guess it wasn't every month. It was probably what? Every two months? That sounds book about fair. Right. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. So uh, I always. Scholastic I, right? mm-hmm. Scholastic. I bought the fuck out of Garfield books that way. Scholastic yeah, books. Yeah, I did too. I bought Garfield books. I bought yep. the Smurfs trade compilation. That was my, actually, that was my first comic book trade. My first comic book was uh, Smurfs and, uh, or Smurfs, G- Garfield and Bloom County. I had all the Bloom County stuff, but. The Spider Man was my first book comic book book, but I used to have comic compilations from way back. But uh I remember I ordered uh, Flash Gordon and it was a novel sized like a choose your own adventure size, but it was a comic book. Okay. So it was a graphic novel, but We're in to get
1: flash, not flesh.
3: But in very very small <laughs> square square size. And uh and it was black and white and there was this crazy Incan Queen. he was fighting against right right. and they had this drawing of her with she just had the most maddening eyes you gotta look it up online this Mm. would be a a hell of an image to put up for the thing but it's it's, it was a flash gordon book and she she just had this fiendish look on her face and it was like half a page panel just of this fiendish i'm going to murder you face and i was just like (laughs) Whoa, it really, it really scared me. Like, I'd, 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 I'd turn to that page every now and then just to get scared. <laughs> and it was kind of, you know, it's one of those first times when I was like, I, you know, didn't process it all as a kid, but art affecting me to my core, you know.
2: I feel that there were, when I went to the library growing up, they had these compilations of the old Twilight Zone comic books, mm. oh, which were right. just episodes of the Twilight Zone yeah. put into comic book form. But they, I just remember very disturbing images of those particular episodes. In fact, I'd seen those episodes since, and the comics were much scarier. Right. Because was, a lot of the maddening eyes and things yeah, like you're referring and,
3: to. And it, and it sits there with you. Yeah. You know, I, uh, images on the screen flip and change, glow and fleet.
2: This stares back.
3: Right I was going
0: to say, yeah. exactly along those same lines. I think it was a, it was it creep show. Um, the movie, that, there was a segment where they buried... Uh, the the guy the guy buried his wife and her lover in the sand yes. until the tide to came their in. Heads. Ted I never Yeah. I never saw the movie at when at I think I was like eight or nine at the time. But we went to the uh library in my mom's hometown when I was staying with my grandparents and I got the comic Ooh. in the library. So I got home and I'm like, Oh this is kinda interesting and I it's the visual of them in the sand. Right. Sticks with me to this sure. day. Yeah. Big wide kinda, eyes of terror, yeah, still re- kind of creepy. And I remember then, that. Is okay. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, gonna say you know absolutely. exactly what I'm talking about. And then when they came after him, you know the the creepy lumbery, you know, in comic form. And then later on, finally getting to see the movie and comparing it, I'm sitting there going, I'm like, the movie is cool, but I just maybe it's the time that I was exposed to it. But not nearly as creepy as that comic right. version. Because well, you're exactly right; it sticks there on the page, and it's you're seeing them. The magic them of under sequential art. It's the yeah. magic
3: under comic books and sequential art that it's it is transportive, like a regular book, but even more so. And why I love art, why I love comic books and animation so much, is because. For me, I feel like it's probably as close as you're ever going to get to looking right inside somebody else's brain. They have done their best to translate what they see in their mind's eye onto a medium that you can also see and interpret, and that is being able to get really into the head of another human being, which, you know, you don't, like I said, as a kid, you don't quite process all that, but as you get older, you start to realize this is the work of another living human being, this is their emotional outpouring onto the page, in this medium, and they are doing their best to speak to you. You know what I mean? So there's something really, there can be, in the hands of masters especially, but even in the hands of, you know, there's just something extremely powerful about the medium itself. It is, like I said, it's a it's a glimpse into the imagination of another person, which is a rare thing. Yeah, Movies even- can do it too when well done, but I still feel like animation and comic books just tap into something a little more primal.
0: yeah and even when it's like an existing property, it's their it's their version of what they imagine that character or that you know property right. is and then the right. writers or it's in their imagination of mm-hmm. you know what the character is gonna act or speak like uh,
3: yeah, it's all the kids who will f- be haunted <clears throat> by the images of Crispus <clears throat> in the future. <clears throat> <laughs> so
2: so there you go there's your answer find the comics that disturb them and, and, got, and buy those but that's it right I mean
3: that's that's always been my feeling it's like I just I remember I've told this story before but the first time I really got into Nine Inch Nails I had that I had broken on on uh, tape and I was listening to it on headphones in my bed at night and Happiness and Slavery just erupts out of nowhere from that one segment and just I almost sat up in bed, had to stop the fucking tape machine, and be like, what deviltry is this? But that's just it. Great art should disturb you. It should disturb the way you currently think and force you to think in different ways and cause you to look a little more subjectively at your world.
0: And then after having said that, you took out the uh, the phallic-like sausages out of Christmas Puss that, that, that were being I eaten think... by the, the, the little, little girl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Andy
3: doesn't know what he's drawing sometimes. Well, he drew what you told him to draw. No. No, no he, didn't. he didn't. No. You're like Andy, I didn't He drew it. He drew basically a wiener shot subconsciously, <laughs> and only when I went, Andy... It's like there's a wiener headed towards that person's mouth. And he goes, oh, yeah, it does look like that. (laughs) I mean, you heard his catchphrase last week. It's on his mind. (laughs) I just don't think he understands how subliminally it affects some of his uh, penmanship.
2: (laughs) A couple of PSs from Jeff Roth. P.S. I do plan on getting them their own copies of the Christmas once the holidays come around. Yay, you're going to get the deluxe editions. Woo. And PPS, my wife does not listen to Ge- Geek Shock, but wants me to say, Hi, Paul. I'm trying to convince her to send Geek Shock some geeky cookies, like she sends ice cream social. Oh, holy shit, guys. You will flip
3: if she sends <laughs> us these cookies. They're the coolest. Not only are they delicious, but they are fancy as fuck. Ooh. She got me a He-Man one. I mean, she's she's an artiste. Yeah, Impressive. That's Jess. She's She's the
2: bomb. Yep. And another one from Justin. Uh, Hi, Paul, Torgo, and crew. I'm a loyal scoop-turned-shock monkey. Hooray! Trying my damnedest to stay current on Geek Shock while listening to the giant-ass-back catalog of episodes Right. in episode 289. That's last episode. Okay. All right. Uh, Torgo minimally fucked up his description of Stephen King's wonderful Dark Tower series. Wolves of the Kala is not some adjunct story. It's very much an important part of the series. The books are in the order of The Gunslinger, The Drawing of Three, The Wastelands, Wizard and Glass, Wolves of the Kala, Song of Susanna, and The Dark Tower. Additional stories are The Little Sisters of Alluria, a short story collection in Everything's Eventual and the wind through the keyhole which was most likely the adjunct story master t referred to that is true that was the one i was thinking that, of that was my that was my nickname in high school <laughs> what was wind, wind through the keyhole, through the keyhole. <laughs> 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 that's all aside from every other obscure reference in the universe sprinkled throughout his oeuvre I could go on, but it would be easier if someone sucked fact checks dick. Anyway, (laughs) ho, love the show. Look forward to it and Paul's Froyo get together every week. Uh, Figgy, fucking y'all in the faces in HD on Disney XD. Justin,
0: yeah, (laughs) thanks, Justin. (laughs) Yeah, I only. What
1: did I miss last week? Holy (laughs) shit.
0: I only got through uh, The Gunslinger and The Drawing of the Three. I never got to the, the rest in the series. So
1: there's, there's
2: there is that, that
0: there's large gap of knowledge of that storyline for I me. I was
2: reading them through, and I think it was the one after Drawing of the Three that I... Maybe this is the one that I hear just kind of bores out a little. Because it certainly kind of pulled me out. But I'll get back into it. I can't not read all of King's work. So, gentlemen, any geeky things you want to bring up before we get into this?
3: What was I talking about earlier before I stopped talking about it? <laughs> <laughs> <What the> f- <laughs> I don't know.
0: You said you were going to come back to it. Yeah, so. but now I'm a mouthful again. So. <laughs> That's right. Your while mouth while is you, full, your
2: of full, full of full While looking up news, this isn't really news, but I found it interesting. Uh, about James Cameron's reaction to the new Terminator movie. Okay. Oh,
3: did he see it already? He's
2: seen it. Ooh. And he says this, uh, in his opinion, is the official part three Ooh. to his one and two. Ooh. And really? And he says this is the uh, what was the word he used? A uh, revolution or something like that. Uh, not like reboot, but like this is the proper next chapter. Oh man. So I. I, I my bone juice is flowing <laughs> heavy. So now I'm intrigued because yeah. he's had bad things to say about the last two. Oh well, yeah, and rightfully so. And so, yeah, so.
0: Although I liked three,
2: I know you Rise, liked three. Rise but of he,
0: the Machines was not bad, right? But he didn't care for it. It wasn't great, right? No, certainly so you, yeah. you can
2: miss it. Yeah, and not as much as you can miss the one afterwards. But Salvation oh, oh, Salvation
0: God. is shit. It's not even a movie. It's, it's
3: it's. not even a movie. Yeah, it's a travesty. It's not even a video game movie. <laughs> it's <laughs> a
0: two-hour-long travesty that makes you go, "Why am I here in this theater?"
1: Why did I buy a ticket for this movie? So Ugh, Why salvation. was I born is the question that comes oh, up. Why was I was born? So see this? Is this what human life is about? You can throw it in the G.I. Joe
2: pile. So he not oh. only accepts it, but he endorses. <laughs> wow. This new one, Genesis. Hmm. Huh. Well, this, I may have to reconsider. I'm going to
1: see it. I, want, I don't think no, I'm see i No, that sounds really good. I'm going to have to reconsider my
0: awesome. my position then.
2: Yeah, I was going to give it a pass, but now I'm like, hmm, maybe not.
1: I'll still give it a Dude. pass.
3: Dude. You got Daenerys
0: Targaryen fighting robots.
1: That's all I can think of when all I see right. her, though. It's like... I agree.
2: you McNuderton? <laughs> However, that doesn't a good movie necessarily make.
1: Um, I would argue Daenerys Targaryen <laughs> fighting
2: robots could in fact
3: be an eight film franchise on its own.
1: <laughs> the Mother of Dragons
3: versus the T-1000s. Now, Fuck yes. Now, if it was actually framed that way, then yeah. You got me you, fully well, sold. See, that's what people don't realize is that where that's where George R.R. Martin is taking Game of Thrones. The, the, <laughs> producer, the producers of the film or the movies or like, are the or the TV show are like, well, we kind of know where we're going, but we're doing our own thing. And Martin's back there going, I can't wait till I reveal the Terminators. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're gonna lose their fucking shit. Did you get the letter about the the guy that sent the uh, the Geek Shock game? The that he uh he made well, Ace, up He's like Ace came up with a great drinking yeah. game. It'd make make you see his drinking
2: game. I, I missed this. Mm. Yeah, make, make <laughs> Jeff break. I have to tell you, make
0: or I make eighties break. Yeah, it uh, yeah. It's a, uh,
2: because the Geek Shock drinking game has in existence, but no rules have right. been written down. Well, this it's, is it's not, not is exactly a, a drinking
0: one. game, but it is a it's a variation on that. And uh, the the goal is to try to. It used
2: to be just take a drink whenever you get offended.
0: Right. That's true. <laughs> that,
2: that was basically yeah. <laughs> So, so were you drunk all the whole different, show? Oh, different levels of
0: drinking for different uh, different listeners. <laughs> it's like, well, that wasn't very offensive. <laughs> oh, my God, that was super offensive. Chug, chug, chug.
3: All right, here we go. So this is Ace's new plan. Yeah. Hey, Paul, Andy, and Ugly Couch Show Gang, I propose a new game of drink. <laughs> it's called Can Paul Make Jeff Break? <laughs> now I just did get Jeff giggling on this last yeah, little thing I was talking about, which is probably what made him think of it, because he's like, oh, shit, I'm laughing at something yeah. Paul said. <laughs> <laughs> One shot if Paul makes Jeff laugh, so chug away. Half a shot if it's an assist, such as Andy tells a joke and Paul assists. It's a double if Paul gets Jeff to laugh at something vulgar, immature, or crass. Another shot if Paul actually makes 80s laugh at his own expense. <laughs> if Jeff plays along as vagitac, finish bottle. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one was my favorite. That last one was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, a classic Ace. one. That's a classic one. Ace, thank you. Ace is brilliant. <laughs>
0: wow. Ace is uh, Ace is the tops, man. He, his uh, his artwork and his creativity are much appreciated.
2: Wow. <laughs> Any other geeky things? What the fuck was I talking I don't know. about?
3: <laughs> I was seriously talking about something.
0: I was in the Midwest Shit. all week, so I didn't really do anything geeky. I did, however, go to a baseball game, which isn't exactly geeky, but was still a lot of fun. Were you bored on your to...
1: mind? Holy oh, God! I love baseball. going to
0: baseball games. Ugh. I mean, it's, it's boring. One thing that... Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it was much, not a boring game. How much
3: do the drinks cost? How much did the popcorn cost?
0: Um, the, my my beer cost like eight dollars, so it was like Vegas prices. It wasn't terrible, right? So it's not sticker uh, shock to you. Yeah, it wasn't sticker shock to me. Um, but then again, I also got a higher end beer, so it didn't really bother me at all. Hey-o. That's um, Oh,
1: and what, what what kind of beer did you get?
0: I got Boulevard unfiltered wheat. Boulevard, Boulevard. Is, is a brewery that's in Kansas City. Started off as a small little, uh, uh, you know, craft brewery, and has since grown up. and They're now shipping all over the world. So, but Boulevard uh, near you yeah. should be able to find Boulevard now. But uh, no, I. The, right there, folks. the hot dogs so were around eight dollars, which you know, not terrible. Well, like seven dollars. I you mean, know, but they were like you, you a a pack, park, like I've seen them. <laughs> I know eight for three. I know. I've I've seen them more expensive at other ballparks, <laughs> no. but that, that that wasn't bad. Yeah, it's not too But bad. no, not I had a great bad. time. I uh, guess
3: Alberton prices their wieners pretty took, high.
0: Took my nephew to his very first.
2: Uh, <laughs> I wish Royals I game.
0: Right
3: the wiener prices high priced wieners. <laughs>
2: Vegas, you know. Mm-hmm.
3: So you yeah, them, like, beer, you actually my. took some of your
0: relatives? Yeah. My brother in law and my nephew, uh, we went to the game, we had a great time, a lot of fun. He asked a ton of questions about baseball. He was super into it, which is you know as a as an uncle that was really cool to be able to talk with him about the game and my brother in law answered a ton of questions for him and did Sad Kansas thing was he win? They did. They Hooray. won his very first game. He got a little, you know, this is my first Royals game certificate that they gave him and Oh, that's nice. He wants to frame it, which is cool. And the only the only part that I felt bad was he missed the 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 only home run of the game oh. because uh, he had looked to my uh, my brother-in-law to ask a question he was asleep Don't no lie. no in he baseball, wasn't he was asleep. not asleep no <laughs> this is not you matt this is, this is my family okay. but he, he turned to ask a question and then as he turned back people jumped up because they didn't didn't know if quite if it was a home run yet so he couldn't see uh, so people uh. were standing in front of him because he's he's still pretty short he's only eight so yeah,
2: this is just family he's not they're not asleep yet they know all about the parking well, thank goodness for the internet. Oh, You'd God, the parking to... was horrible. <laughs> oh, here we go.
3: You were probably able to replay
0: it right on your phone
3: just a second later.
0: Well, I was going to bring it up, but then uh, that was the pretty much the final play of the game. Oh, okay. so. well,
1: nice.
2: But, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Now, we haven't done this for, you know, this is about two weeks at this point away. So, two weeks away, we had the. Uh, level up expo here in las vegas i didn't get to go which is the first time i went how was it it is a cute little thing right i I enjoyed the last time i went last year i enjoyed it a little too anime for my taste
3: it is heavy anime but i was okay with that yeah takes me back definitely however new anime is garbage Except for Attack on Titan. Like, seriously, there's only two things. <laughs> there's Attack on Titan, and there's Evangelion. And everything else is just... <laughs> well, that's been not has every- experience no, with you know, anime overall. Right, well, you know what, though? No, but uh, Space Dandy. Fucking Space um, yeah, Dandy. you, love you that watch one. that yet? I still have not watched that one. Man, fucking Space Dandy. It's really good. Get it, Scoops. Get at that Space, Space, Space Dandy. Get yeah. Yeah. it. That's on, that's on our latest... Uh, Ugly, couch, Ugly couch
2: video cast, right? I believe so. The, the one, one that's the, up one that's already, up. yeah. We, the last it one just we, went up, right? The last one we did is not up yet. Yeah, but that this was not the one you thought the one before. So. That one is so, yeah. up.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I'm talking about it go, see, man, space dandy, dude. Space yeah. dandy, <laughs> it's fucking great.
0: They all flow together for me. So I'm thinking back. I'm like, was it in the last one or is the one we just recorded no, it was that it isn't before. posted it was yet. Two before, yeah. two it's before, it's not the hundredth
2: one. But no. a few independent games were there. Axiom Verge was there, very Metroidvania style game, which really well put together. Okay. So I've that, that was nice to play one. some of that. Some board game people were there, so so there was little th- things were for everybody, those, but mostly if you liked down. Anyway. Were the bead guys there?
3: The bead guys.
2: The I guess doing not,
3: the Perler. Art, the there, pixel was, stuff. there
2: was one guy, but it wasn't like the Pixel Paladins or that. Right, because he was group.
3: there last time I was there.
2: The, there's one throwing dude. Throwing down
3: the fucking gauntlet with this goddamn. He had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the arcade game. Okay. Just a, like a $100 worth of a Just big, they, like. There was a 15
2: inch piece. This guy here That'd had mostly smaller things. Okay. So I, so I was looking over his stuff, trying to find ideas for myself. But I right, right, right. right. Yeah. I just
0: remembered Paul wasn't here when we were watching the Impossible Mode uh, Dorkly videos because he didn't see the the Michael Bay one <laughs> like with the, the 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 video game Ninja Turtle and he turns him into the the, the movie tur- no. Turtle. He's like,
2: What have you done to me? <laughs> what have you done? Well, that was pretty tragic. funny. But you know what price wasn't bad to get in. I enjoyed myself for while I was there. Mm-hmm. Food cool. trucks outside were great. So, yeah, it was a, it was a good time. Did you get some stuff? <laughs> I bought one board game, Dead of Winter, which was featured on Tabletop. Um, a cooperative board game with a, a betrayal element. So, up my your alley. wheelhouse. We, we up try your alley. It. Uh, betrayal. I
3: just bought a uh, one night ultimate werewolf on the recommendation of uh Jonathan, a scoop who came out to Vegas recently. Is that Actually, is that the one that's like killer? Uh yeah. It's kinda like well, it's kinda like murder. Yeah. It seems it plays like murder. I did see that. Yeah. And I've and so I I ended up buying that at the local toy shop in the the Summerlin, downtown Summerlin. Okay. Because I want to support that little spot because it's got Stupid oh, prices. That one's nice. Stupid yeah. prices, but really nice stuff. Occasionally their stuff's priced okay, but some of it's like get the fuck out of town. You know. I, but but, at, but I guess but, not yeah. all of us are scanning the internet for action figures <laughs> every night. <laughs> you know knowing the fucking beckett trade price of every goddamn piece of
0: plastic out um, there. Excuse me, this is a little overly priced. Uh, this is
3: easily thirty dollars inflated. I could purchase this right now from Amazon or Big Bad Toy Store with quite the discounted rate. You Were sir I so should inclined. be ashamed. You sir, do you price match at all? I thought not. Good day. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, uh, but like, yeah, they got that, that Weird Al, I think they had, the, the Weird Al Simpsons oh, nice. uh, figure for like, I don't know, 40, 50 bucks.
0: Hey, there's Paul's new character. He's a new character for The Simpsons, the... Uh the action figure guy. Action figure price guy. yeah, Action figure price guy. I got
3: the latest wave of Simpsons that I ordered eons ago. Oh. Like seriously, oh yeah. like three months ago, I put the order in for them at the Toys R Us. Got helped by a really helpful uh, sales clerk. Let me go on their fucking computer and pre-order. Ooh. I mean, I got... And they just shipped it free right to me. I got two Matt Grainings, Adam West. Um, nice. Uh, what's his name? Uh Stan Lee. And Homer dressed up like Lenny Kravitz. So I'm going to try and find Lenny Kravitz and maybe Bart in the wild, and then I'm all good. I think that's the end of this new run, this unless run. they start something new. Wow. Because that fig, that plays out to the 25 figures. Yeah. So I'm hoping I take Straight a break. Stayed on yeah, Elizabeth, keep it alive. Elizabeth, who writes in occasionally and, and is a big scoop, uh, she got a bonus. Uh, I guess Toys R Us sent her two, or Amazon sent her two Stan Lee's, Oh, accidentally wow. and she was like you need a Lee? and i'm like i got him on pre-order so dude
1: amazon like that. does that a lot i got two players handbooks when i only ordered one i was like okay 50 yeah bucks sometimes i pocket? just
3: right oh. uh i got i ended up with two han solo rugs like you guys have oh wow yeah ended up with a yeah, that's right i remember rug. you telling us mm-hmm. about that yep pretty great damn i still don't have, place. I don't, I don't have any place to put them it is jackpot i'm waiting for right like, until i get our house and then you know, I'm going to put one on the wall, like a fucking <laughs> tapestry, as it should be. You have then, tapestries? Yeah. a tapestry of Han Solo? Han Solo tapestry? Shoots first. Anything mm. else before we begin the I news? I swear I cannot. What was I fucking talking about? You're going to have to rewatch this <laughs> I, episode. I'm so upset. We don't know because you didn't actually talk about it. Was re-
2: <laughs> what, do, you, do you remember
3: anything that I was talking about? All oh, for that, Oh, what was I talking about?
2: You were saying, go ahead because I'm chewing this. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. But what was I, what was I getting to? <laughs> I don't know. Just the have just fucking said well. It. Just the Mortal Kombat. I just got Mortal Kombat. Don't well, have a well, PlayStation you ordered, 4 yeah, yet. Yeah, you ordered Mortal Kombat. I ordered Mortal Kombat for the uh, 360. It has been delayed twice now. It is indefinite as to when or if it will even come out. I got a feeling they might refund everything at some point. You nope, know, they can't fix that code. It's getting pretty desperate. Yeah, um, but either way, it's going to be hamstrung product whenever it comes out. So I finally decided this thing's going to push me over the edge. I got that. Got Batman. I got uh, Street Fighter Five. That's a PlayStation Four exclusive. So I am gonna have to get a PlayStation Four. I've had a good month. Things are good. Nice. Oh, you- oh I know
1: what I wanted to tell you. Yay! Yay.
3: Fucking shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that rebel helped you out. It did
3: between yesterday and today alone. Okay. Actually, you want to go back? Let's go back to Sunday. Let's just go back to Sunday, yeah. if you insist. Uh, Sunday to today, I have taught about. 12 hours of improv <laughs> in the last three wow. days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been insane. I did a summer camp for kids on Sunday, early morning. Then I went to work. Then I got my stuff together for Monday. Uh, Darren helped get together. We ended up doing a six hour workshop Jeez. for kids from nine to three. Wow. On Monday. Then. I went and did my regular drop in improv kingdom class, then did the show last night, then went and recorded two podcasts over at the Slammer. That's what I wanted to say. That's what it was. We were having <laughs> <What> trouble. The- <laughs> we were having trouble with, and then I taught three hours today. Uh, we were having trouble <laughs> with uh, schedules. Okay. And to top it all off, uh, Jacob is having his floors redone upstairs. Okay. So we couldn't get into the churn. So the Slammer and Ready Rich were kind enough to oblige us, and so we got to record in the Vintage Nudes last night. It was really cool. So that was great, and we ended up doing a last-minute live broadcast of one of the episodes, so that was really fun. So if you guys want to check that out, I think it's somewhere embedded on the YouTube somewhere. I'm going to go look that up if you feel like looking at My Ridiculous Mug, (laughs) Giggle and Kafort. It's fantastic. Yeah, so it's been real good. Extremely busy. Yeah, but I'd say it's been very busy, but good. Yeah, so things are really cool right now. Just my voice needs a break, though. It's I'll getting, bet. I'll it's, bet. getting uh, yeah. it's getting tough.
2: Yeah. So all right, then I'll talk with news you don't give a shit about. Yeah. Clue Clue Oh, this first one. This first. This first one's so big that people were tweeting and sending me messages about it through the week. What? Oh, to
3: say, hey, this is what you
2: need to yeah, talk like, about? Yeah, this is, hey, news don't give a shit about right here. Here it is. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Oh, is, yes,
1: I read this. Is
2: in talks to headline a remake of John Carpenter's 86 action martial arts supernatural thriller, Big Trouble in Little China.
3: Well, now, okay. Todd, do you think that Dwayne Johnson does not have... The chops. Do you think he can't quite pull it off? You see, well, you asked. Her. I think that movie. <laughs> do- it doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Boom. <laughs> Gotcha, jabroni! (laughs) What?
1: What? 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 What?
2: Jabroni. What? What? 20th Century Fox is developing the project from a script by Ashley Miller and Jack Stence, who uh, wrote Thor and X-Men First Class. Uh, Johnson will play Jack Burton, a trucker who finds himself trying to rescue a green-eyed girl from the clutches of an evil sorcerer in San Francisco's Chinatown district. The original film is uh, one of the former wrestler's favorites, apparently. Uh, Burton was played in the original by Kurt Russell, marking the third collaboration with Carpenter after Escape from New York and The Thing. Although the film has become a cult classic over the years, it was not a success when it came out, nope. grossing just $11 million against a $20 million budget. If The Big Trouble in Little China makes it to the screen, it will be the fifth movie from Carpenter's filmography. After Assault on Precinct 13, Halloween, The Fog, The Thing, to be remade with a sixth possible film. With Escape from New York.
0: Yeah, but could you really consider the thing a remake since it was more or less a prequel?
2: Uh, yeah, I can. And you it's can, a remake yeah. of a remake. It's a remake of a remake. Well, so. yeah,
0: true. True. <laughs> I'm totally fine. It was with really it. good, though. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it fit right in with
2: the. Uh... Here, here's what makes me cringe about it: okay. Is that the first one has the quirkiness of a single auteur. Right. It's got its a very unique voice. Yeah, it really it's, does. It's and it's a there's really no other, unusual. Right, there's movie. no
3: other movies like that. Yeah, there was no, there were no other movies like that at the time. It was a, it was like Mallrats. It will come out no failed more. In the, failed what? in the theater. What, what will come out, out no its, more? Found its audience in the home
2: video market. Sure, and I, I think remember that that watching auteur it on. Yeah, aspect yeah. is why it does that. Yeah, yeah,
0: I saw it on home video. That's, I mean, because I mean. I didn't even know until recently that it was a box office bomb mm-hmm. because people kept saying, oh my God, you got to watch this movie. Yep.
2: If so, if you're trying to write that quirk into it mm. now afterwards with that many people, with you're this right. much money, no, with, suck. with the money that I'm they're going to throw at I'm not saying it's not going to suck, but I don't... Well, I guess I, I just don't, I don't <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> I just don't care. It's, it's, it's just trying to recapture something that I don't think can be recaptured.
3: You're right. No, it's going to
2: blow dogs. So... So yeah, that's why it's an
3: not give a shit about it. Yeah, it's it, apropos. Yeah, it's... Apropos.
2: Ugh. Yeah. The project's brony. Yeah, I, I
0: certainly have nothing <laughs> against
1: The Rock, but yeah, just... He's... Ugh. I don't know. He's just too big for that part. Like, if you smell...
0: <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> what Lopan <laughs> is cooking. But on the other side, he is playing a truck driver, and The Rock... Looks more like a truck driver to me than. No, he doesn't.
1: Than Kurt Russell did. Kurt Russell with the beer gut and the, thats a truck driver. Chops mullet. I don't remember the beer gut. Kind of. More, oh, he was more average, he like was, an average Joe. He, he was average. He was wearing joke. the sleeveless to look, shirt with to watch the, the six
3: pack. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 no. completely
0: dude, misremembering. He's this.
3: ripped like a torn. Yeah, curtain. he's pretty
2: muscular. But yeah.
3: Not like the Rock. The Rock's fucking. No light. one's <laughs> like the Rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Rock is Hercules. The Rock is Black Adam, Shazam, Hercules,
2: Hercules, Hercules. He was, he was really Hercules.
0: Yeah, he was In
2: terrible Hercules. He's the he's the Scorpion King. And here's the thing: I, he, um, in the original, Jack Burton, even though yes he is more muscular than what you're describing, he really doesn't have the muscle to back up what he's saying, no. and The Rock kind of does.
3: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. So there's not going to be as much of a. Oh boy, I'm in trouble now. It's yeah, like,
1: so yeah, how not, many people's I'm gonna rock bottom in this right. stupid fucking movie? He's so he's rock bottom. bottom. <laughs> how many people's he gonna he rock, rock bottom? Bottoms. He's going to. He'll rock, rock bottom that little eye of the beholder
0: monster. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying he's he doesn't look the uh, unsung hero part as much as? Uh,
1: yes, I think okay. it's gonna suck gotcha.
3: probably,
0: but we can always hold out hope
3: that like the original. There will be some creative costume and special effects choices made that will in some way inspire a young programmer to make Raiden from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> there we go. You know what I mean? It like Mortal terrible. Kombat owes a fuck ton to Big Trouble in Little John's. You're right. No Thunder Lo- chasing him Dude. around, smashing everything. Fucking Lopan pan is straight up uh, uh, Shang Tsung, yeah. right? Like just straight up, it's that's right. him. He
2: get he's evil old sorcerer who turns young. Lightning guys, raiding simple, Raid, raid out James, right? Hong, uh, James,
3: James Hong, man, James Hong killed Those fatalities, that part. The blow up fatalities and all that stuff. It all came from that
2: sensibility. Yeah, yeah. that's very obvious. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but, uh, but yeah, the Rock can actually write checks that his body can cash. So right, so, yeah. news you don't give a shit about. Uh, Fox is developing a new adaptation of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why? Well, just maybe they got the someone money.
3: who read the fucking comic book <laughs> to actually put this together cuz it's but it won't be Oh. It's not it's Fox. It the won't. comic is so yeah.
0: creative and that movie was just so blah. It's also dark. So
3: scary. Blah. Right. And politically incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they can't do
2: the movie was just so blah. No word yet I didn't on even see it much else of the project. The they uh, studio and Sean Connery and in there and hope it worked. Having su- success with this expanding X Men franchise and it's preparing to relaunch Fantastic Four this summer. Now they want to add another expanding franchise stick to it up their, their up your roster. Butt,
3: Fox, <laughs> stick it up your butt. The league is where their butts are going to find dummies. It. Whatever, stop selling your properties to Fox. Everybody, I, I if you're writing something, don't I sell can't. it for millions of dollars. I'd, to Fox. I'd sell
2: the Fox. <laughs> Whatever you <laughs> do.
0: On a side note, <laughs> did you guys all see the trailer? And the reason I think of this is because Kate Morrow's in the, the Fantastic Four reboot, but did anybody see the trailer for Martian? Yes. The, that was good. That looks really that good. Really is good, it yeah. Martian was, Manhunter? No, it's no, just. No. Uh, it's a Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Movie. <laughs> Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Matt Damon. Kate Mara's in it. Uh, oh Kate uh,
1: Mara. Oh,
3: what an attractive woman. Oh, please mm-hmm. tell me that's the
2: Martian they're talking oh, about. Oh,
3: for an Earth female. Oh, quite
2: attractive.
1: Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to have to bring you up here to Mars. I'm Uranium Q thirty
0: six explosive space modulator.
1: Where's
2: the Earth shattering kaboom? Oh, oh it's in Kerimara. No and Jeff, you sound so much like Kermit the Frog. I know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> distant <Miss> cousins. <laughs> distant cousins those two.
0: But yeah, the Martian looked really good. Um yep. I hope it's as good when it hits theaters <laughs> as
2: the trailer is. Yeah, oh, I look forward to seeing the trailer then. Martian yeah. Man Wiener. <laughs> 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 no, you don't give a shit about Tron 3 which uh, would feature the return of Garrett Hedlund, Olivia uh, Wilde, director uh, Joseph Kosinski, is dead in the water. Yep. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Tron 3 never received the official green light, but in spite of that, major castings and crew hirings were made. They'd already began prepping for the shoot that was slated to begin this fall. Now, the original Tron was released in 82, starred Jeff Bridges, Bruce Boxleitner, grossed $33 million. In 2010, Disney produced the follow-up, Tron Legacy, which Hedlund plays the estranged son of Bridges' character, the sequel grossed more than $400 million worldwide. But that's not enough.
3: Man. That's not enough, really? Not for them. Oh. And, well, the, uh, well they, they, I don't know why they're still sitting on Tron Legacy. That's one of the better cartoons that's come out
2: in the last ten years. And, actually, I've heard a l- ever since the it Tron uprising shutting down,
3: they're going to focus on making a cartoon movie? I do don't know where it's going forward, but I know there's a lot
2: of people lamenting the end of that cartoon,
3: right? Well dude, if if Pixar got a hold of that and took a, and and did a movie version, man, that cartoon is great. That cartoon is far superior to the sequel.
2: Is that available to watch anyway? No.
3: I well, there's probably one place you could watch it. Disney XD, the X is for extra, the D is for dick. You looking for some Tron uprising? Guess what else is uprising? Dick, (laughs) extra dicks. All the dicks you could ever see uprise, right here in your face, on Disney XD. Three-dimensional cartoon graphics, bringing justice to the dicks. XD dicks, extra dicks, all day long. Look at them in 3D, stunning graphics. Tron stands for dick. Tron actually means dick. Disney XD. We've got so much dick in Tron you can't even tell the difference. (laughs) (laughs) The dick friends? That's awesome. Dick friends. (laughs) Pixelated dick. Get your Tron, get your dick, it's all the same. Disney XD, full of dick. More dick than Tron can handle d your dick on Disney XD. <laughs> and Tron can handle a lot of dick. <laughs> he can handle all the dick in the Matrix. Wait, that's another franchise. Sorry, programs. Get your XD out of my dick. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. Paul Rubens is awesome in that, too. Everybody's fucking awesome in that. Go ahead.
2: It's, 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 <laughs> it's I believe really, you. I just want to see it. This
3: is a really good goddamn cartoon. I... It, I've almost purchased it in the bootleg version. I think there's like a PAL version
1: out.
3: Mm. I don't know. Brits get all the good shit.
2: (laughs) Uh, The new Scream TV series is changing the look of the iconic mask for the show. Quote, What What is wrong with people? Quote, The original mask is so iconic, if you were to have that, (laughs) that mask on a TV series... But you weren't following any of the characters from the original who are all dead. (laughs) What? Who are you? What? Are you just (laughs) you know what? You know, here's the thing. They don't need the mask
3: anymore. If Courtney Cox, as she currently appears, is <laughs> featured in the show, <laughs> you're going to think it's the goddamn ghost face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I Take think a drink, folks. I think
3: that's what she did. She just had the work. <laughs> just <laughs> like, could cur- you just <laughs> she'd bring the mask into the, the office the with her? Scream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could you just make me look more like this? Just keep pushing toward, this is where I'm going. So just
2: push me towards <laughs> this. <laughs>
0: oh, man.
2: I believe that it would be misleading the audience. They just don't want to confuse people with Courtney Cox and the killer. That's all. (laughs) Said executive producer Jamie Paglia. Explains the exec. But the mask does play with the franchise's love of horror classics. Says producer uh, Bud Vogel. He says it evokes some of the Jason hockey mask with the white Michael Myers masks. But it's still the first and foremost evocative of the scream mask. It's sort of a reinvention while also paying homage. Unquote. And this, of course, is complete bullshit. Here is the reason for the change, for real. Royalties had to be paid for that original scream mask because it wasn't designed for the movie. It was a pre-existing mask that right, right. was created by a costume company. Yep. This new one can be copyrighted. Oh fuck! That's the real wow. deal. fuck wow. you,
3: cheap Hollywood. I'm telling you. Just throw some plaster Paris on <laughs> Courtney Cox's face, let it set for a half an hour, and you are good to go. Well, here's the
2: thing. Have you seen the Scream mask, the new one? No. The is picture? it terrible? It looks like something that belongs at the other end of the glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> it's got this weird open mouth. Kind of like a Chinese sex doll? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, oh Fuck, no. Fuck,
3: man.
0: Well, Courtney it
3: looks- Co- maybe it is Courtney Cox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So there's it no big terrible.
0: reveal at the end of the uh, at the the end of the series. It just, it's just Courtney, Hawks. Yeah, it's, it's Courtney you Cox. You can take the mask off now. I'm not wearing a mask.
3: I never was. Have a fucked up face. Oh, Bombs look, you're going to suck my credits.
0: dick. All right, he's got the dick bom, sucking mask on. Bong credits. Bong. <laughs> <laughs> and then Andy comes in and is like, or you could just... Uh, <laughs> or you could suck my dick. <laughs>
2: it's terrible. That mask is awful. Boo. Cheap Hollywood. I was actually thinking of giving that show a shot until I saw this preview.
1: I gotta
0: see
2: it. Let's go see for it. it. Let us know. Isn't
0: it like on MTV It or is something? on MTV. Grow
2: Yeah,
3: gro- Yuck <laughs> farts.
0: Barf farts.
3: Weekend Geek! Here we go. Now it's time for some real news. This Maybe. one,
2: I dig. Okay. I really dig. Marvel has officially announced that they have cast The Walking Dead and Fury star John Bernthal in the role of Frank Castle, a.k.a. The Punisher, in Daredevil Season 2. Ooh. Ooh.
3: Now, he's the one who played the governor?
2: He's the one that played Shane. Oh, okay, yeah. The uh, the Let's rival see. to the main character in The Walking Dead. His Mar- best friend his, in Oh, in Martin. Martin. In oh, that, oh uh, whoa, whoa,
3: whoa, whoa, that guy. Yeah, 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 he's great, he's great.
2: Yeah, so Frank he's Castle. He's going to be The Punisher.
3: I'm down. That's the new face? No. That looks like the that shy my- guy. That looks like a shy guy from Super Mario Bros. 2.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they just use the shy guy mask. Uh, Marvel describes him as a vigilante who aims to clean up New York City's hell kitchen by any means necessary, no matter how lethal the results Marvel's head of television Jeff Loeb adds John Barathal brings an unmatched intensity to every role he takes on with a potent blend of power, motivation and vulnerability that will connect with audiences. Castle's appearance will bring dramatic changes to the world of Matt Murdock and nothing will be the same. Good for him. That's cool, man. I like this. And I, I still hope it's going to be in Daredevil season 2. I still yeah. I
3: cannot believe. I don't I mean, I don't know how many you you uh Shock Monkeys are fans of the Walking Dead comic book but when they had him when they had Shane in the show when I first saw him I was that like he was the reason I was like this show is going to be well done he looks exactly like he looks in the comic book he does. it's good casting, freaky man it's freaky how much he looks just like the comic book version of Shane it's like the same nose it's really and weird. and the fact
2: that they extended his arc so far right because cause he was so good yeah, yeah it was really impressive hmm so yeah, I, I. Well, good on you, dude. That, way to go. That's a good punisher.
0: Yeah. Yeah, looks I, like Frank
2: Castle. He can think pull he, that I role, think I yeah. think
0: he'll do just fine. Mm-hmm. So,
2: and plus, I'm, come on, and Daredevil. Well, I'm glad <laughs> to
3: hear that. I'm glad to hear that. And I'm and I, again because like you know, I saw Mad Max, and I loved what uh, what's his name brought to that um, Shinzon. Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy. She's not Matt, a, Hardy, Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy! Yeah. yeah, Matt Hardy. Hardy, har, har. Table, ladders, and chairs. Mad Max. <laughs> TLC Mad Max. Um, but uh, I'm glad that he is not going to be the Punisher, but he might still be the movie Punisher. I don't know. Now, nah, this guy. Good, 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 good. Yay, it's all to the good.
1: Hooray.
2: Hooray. And James won. The, what about James 2? He's uh, the guy that directed Furious 7, Insidious. Oh, man, that guy must be made of money. Mm-hmm, has signed on to direct both DC's Aquaman film oh, and Sony's live-action Robotech adaptation. They're still going forward with that? They are. Aquaman will likely be the first since it's further along in development. After that, Robotech, Sony is making the adaptation based on the 80s anime that focused on a team of Humanity's attempts to repel repel an alien invasion or three. So you're shaking your head on this one. Harmony Gold needs the money. Now wait, are you shaking your head just because of Aquaman or also RoboTech? Oh, also RoboTech. Okay, I just they can't. I don't.
3: I don't even know. Has there been a giant robot live action film that worked?
2: Has there been any besides Pacific Rim and Robot Robot Jocks? jocks.
3: Well, even that's that's
2: impressive for its budget,
3: right? But I mean.
2: Hey, I like Pacific Rim. I know you, but hated even it.
3: like, even like, I just, I just don't get it. Like, just sit down and watch some Messenger Z for fuck's sake. Watch a little fucking Transor Z. Watch a little Evangelion. Figure it the fuck out. It's not that hard. But there are a few things you can't. I just, oh god damn it! <laughs> they don't read, read some under, battle tech. They just don't understand. There you go. They think it's the robots. It's the pilots.
2: (sighs) Maybe they'll get it
3: right. No, they won't. (laughs) No. No. I agree with you totally on that one. It's the pilots and 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 the story arcs with them and and their personalities. Robotech is fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. The whole Minmay subplot is crazy.
2: What's the Minmay subplot?
3: Min-Mae is this pop star, one of the first pop idols. She's basically the original waifu from all of anime now, right? This untouchable, perfect little girl, idolized, but also standoffish, demanding, weird. Meanwhile, Rick has chances to get with these other perfectly acceptable, attractive women, but he's head over heels for Minmay. And she's manipulative and strange. She's She sings. And that's the whole thing. Everybody just flips the fuck out for Minmay. But this is the craziness of the world. Because they're all living on the SDF-1. Right? So they're out there in fucking space. And they're desperately trying to kind of reestablish human culture. On this giant mega ship. Which also has a city in it. Minmay and her parents run a run a a noodle shop and but at the same time they're trying to fight the zentradi and you know not die it's just like and the priorities are all weird and they get captured and she and rick go through this whole bonding experience but then as soon as she gets back to the sdf1 she's like suck
2: a dick i'm a singer
3: it's man you just got you have you not seen robotech
2: But it's Sony. What makes you think they (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't? There even like
0: (laughs) it's in good hands. (laughs) There was like a Zentradi infiltrator subplot as well. Somebody that had been surgically altered. I still didn't figure that one out. Like, how did they shrink them down like ten feet? It's so. It's it's
3: all super weird. It's all. It's all super weird. It's, I think I tried to watch Robotech. Right. It's all super yeah. weird. I just bought the giant mega pack that they came out with. Because I had the first si- saga, the Macross stuff. And then they came out with this mega pack for like 30 bucks with oh. everything. All three uh, storylines. Because it's steal. three it's three separate anime loosely tied together through some creative writing and editing. You understand that, right? Yes, right. Yeah, it's not... It's fucking weird,
0: dude. Yeah, the, all the voiceover stuff tying it's it together. It's so weird, dude.
3: Yeah. It's all so weird. And I'm not. I'm not an expert on the whole Robotech thing. I don't know a ton. I, a lot of my
2: friends in college were way into the that. first
3: saga, the Macross saga. I watched. The others I've kind of.
0: Yeah, the, yeah. I'm the same way that the the other series. I was just like. And then the this, movies. I never know
3: exactly which movie to watch in what order. I just ordered um, a bootleg of all the Yamato, and that's tough to figure out, too.
2: Space okay. Battleship yeah. Yamato. Yep. Yamato. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of revival for One Piece. I, no, I do ne- not like One I've Piece. I've never watched no, never really anything about it except that it's Pirates,
3: but I'm seeing more and more stuff for it. never like One Piece. Don't care for Luffy. It's just like I don't get it at all. That is, that is a thing that I do not understand at all. Okay. What Luffy? Luffy is the main character. Okay. He wants to be the king of the pirates, and he king stretches. He stretches all him. weird, and he's he's kind of like, yeah, he's I don't. He's like rubbery and. All right, man. Fuck that fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's people that love One Piece. Great, fits your thing, fits your jam. It's fine. Same thing with Full Metal Alchemist. I can't get into it. I know that's a good show, on some level. Mm-hmm. Count me out,
0: dude. All right, I cannot buy into that shit. It's so I tr- weird. I tried watching it a few times. It's, it's tough. just it's like it's tough. Uh, I see.
3: I see where you could get really emotionally invested in some of it. It's a really touching story of two brothers trying to help each other out, but it's also so
0: just uh, it's long weird. and convoluted.
3: Yeah, yeah, it gets pretty convoluted. I mean, not to say that a lot. I like some convoluted <laughs> <Right>? shit, <laughs>
0: but but it's just I don't know. It's just not my. It cup is of tea. anime
3: after
2: all. Not my cup of tea. Well, we did lose a couple of cool people in those last couple of weeks. Uh, Damn Bets- it. Betsy Palmer, the veteran actress who obtained long-lasting fame as the murderous camp cook in Friday the 13th, has died. She was 88. Uh, other credits included roles in such golden age of television. Mom. Yeah, Jason's mom. Uh, she was in golden age of television shows like Craft Theater and Playhouse 90, as well as the Henry Fonda film Mr. Roberts. And we also lost Mary Ellen Trainer the actress known for her role as Mrs. Walsh in the classic film The Goonies. She died in her home in Montecito, California, on May 20th. Uh, trainer also appeared in all four Lethal Weapon movies as police psychiatrist Daphne Woods. Also, Back to the Future Part II, Death Becomes right. Her, Forrest Gump. She made her debut in the 84 hit Romancing the Stone, playing the kidnapped sister of Kathleen Turner's character.
0: Right, right. Other early
2: roles include The Monster Squad, Die Hard, and Scrooged.
0: Yeah, so. she was all over the place in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, she was
2: a, a face you recognized.
0: She couldn't have been that old, right? 62, She's that 62, is not, yeah. not old. Wow. So Crazy.
2: But enough of the sadness. The rap reports that 20th Century Fox has picked up the film rights to the Boom Studios comic Lumberjanes, which started as an eight-week miniseries and grew into an Eisner-nominated for Best New Series critical hit. The series focuses on a group of girls spending the summer at camp where they encounter strange creatures and other supernatural phenomena. The comic is helmed by Shannon Walters, Noel Stevenson and Grace Ellis and Brooke A. Allen. Boom Studios executives Ross Ritchie and Stephen Christie are attached to executive produce with Adam Yolan who's behind Two Nights Stand. I have not read Lumberjanes but I do know it by its reputation. So, okay. Hopefully they make something good in this. Yeah. So, now you know. And knowing is I'm half in the, the battle. I appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> and Variety reports that Star Trek leading man Chris Pine is in negotiations to join the cast of Warner Brothers Pictures slash DC's Wonder Woman as Steve Trevor. Trevor, who made his debut in December 1941 in All Star Comics number no. eight, was Wonder Woman's main love interest, a U.S. Army intelligence officer during World War II. He crash lands on Paradise Island, home of the Amazons, where he is rescued and nursed back to health by the Amazon Princess Diana. They fall in love and she returns to the States with him, where she assumes the civilian identity, Diana Prince, and of course, the superhero persona, Wonder Woman. His best-known screen incarnation before this was the Wonder Woman TV series, in which Lyle Wagner played Steve Trevor Senior during the first season, set during World War II, and then portrayed his son Steve Jr. in the next two 1970s set <laughs> seasons. Wonder Woman. So, um, I know I, I the way superhero movies have been in their introductions, uh, they all seem to need a love interest.
0: Yeah, she doesn't need a man. <laughs> well, She's apparently she does. She's an independent woman.
2: Trevor's now cast. Yeah, that's so, true. So let me, let me ask you that. Uh, with the Marvel movies thus far, and the DC movie, mm-hmm. and I guess even the comic book movies leading up to all this, do you need a romantic, secondary B-story? Nope. I don't.
0: I, nope. The, the Wonder Woman character, I never thought needed a love interest to ground her in our world. I mean, Are they trying to do that? I think that's the idea behind it, but I don't think it's necessary. I mean, you get into I mean just using like the various cartoons as an example, they never introduce a love interest. She's just Wonder Woman. She's you know, fighting on the side of justice and you know, going out and doing, you know, the various superhero things that superheroes do. So I don't I I personally don't think she necessarily needs you know a human love interest to ground her into our world or I should say you know a male love interest. Now if it were a lesbian love interest that might be an interesting <laughs> twist. I'm being serious <laughs> I here. Know, I mean true. it could because you know she comes from an island of women. There's no men on Themyscira. So I mean I mean the name
3: Themyscira means of the mascara, <laughs> so of course it's all about the ladies.
0: And let's face it: in the comics these days, a lot of times they introduce those, <coughs> you know, you know, elements that reflect the society and the society societal strives that are going on right now. And you know the you know the movement to get equality for all is there. So why not have Wonder Woman? So our Gotham
1: police gunning down black people. So
0: it's I
1: Throughout the history of the comics,
0: yes. <laughs> well, not throughout the whole history, because a lot of the earlier, like, the, the Bob Kane strips, it's, uh, you know, police are shooting guns out of people's hands, and they're just, you know, your standard white criminal looking
2: with People the could cigarettes. Shoot better back then. Yeah, apparently. It was impressive. No one trains oh, like, you got no me, one, copper. No one trains like that anymore. <laughs> That and unless you join G.I. Joe, that's the only way you learn. Right.
0: Fire tons of lasers and don't hit anything. And you get
1: it, you jump out of your tank just in time before the Oh
0: yeah. And you always <laughs> manage to bail out of your plane before it explodes from the missile.
2: Man, the military budget of that show. Boy, yeah. I thought ours was huge. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oscar winning actress Tilda Swinton. Uh, who's in Snowpiercer, is in talks to play the Ancient One in Doctor Strange, who's essentially Strange's mentor, tasked with training folks to become the next Sorcerer Supreme. The studio was initially looking for a male actor. The character is traditionally male in the comics, but decided to rethink the direction and is now high on Swinton for the role. The uh, Doctor Strange film will star Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Stephen Strange, a surgeon who loses the use of his hands and turns to magic in an effort to repair the damage. Uh, much as Thor brings the Norse fantasy angle To the Marvel lore Doctor Strange is the publisher's magic sorcery hero uh, Strange is uh, Going to open up November 4th 2016 Tilda Swinton She they basically is in got a in everything oh. She is in a lot of things But she has that really unusual Beautifully carved face That gives an Otherworldly look without having to like Make up She looks yeah. like an elf for we're going to say. She's pretty good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they, they make her up into otherworldly creatures very easily without doing a lot of prosthetic appliances. Just literally changes in in yeah. makeup. She and has an,
2: an otherworldliness about her.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I watched her on uh, some uh, program on Sundance, I think it was, where they, they were doing interviews with different actors. and she, she, you know, just in her normal everyday clothes and normal everyday look, she still looks otherworldly like we said it just she just has an odd you know different look to her so and i certainly have nothing against her as an actress i just she's in everything it's like (laughs) you know oh look another movie tilda swinton is in so
2: i think she'll be fine in this at all though yeah it's just fine she's an actress we can certainly hope
0: yeah i mean marvel seems to know what they're doing so (laughs) they haven't
2: haven't given me cause to to question yet Well, we talked about Stephen King's The Dark Tower a little bit ago. Yes. The email. Uh, We haven't heard a lot of movement in the movie in a while. Right. But now we have some movement. A deal is being worked amongst Warner Brothers Pictures, CBS Films, and Showtime to make Stephen King's The Stand as an eight-part miniseries. Which will lead to a feature film that brings the story to a grand finale. Josh Boone is still on board to write and direct the saga. Shooting is tentatively slated to begin early next year, and the whole thing, the miniseries and the climactic movie, will be shot at the same time. Interesting. So, yes, an eight-episode on-showtime series. <coughs> right. Leading with a film finale. Why not? Has this anything like this been done? Is this, not is that this a I new can thing? think of.
0: I mean, you certainly had the X-Files, what, season one through three? And then they did the movie, right, Paul? He's, uh, he's the
3: great movie, radio, The <laughs> movie is in between seasons I it was five later and six, I think.
0: No. Oh, it's, it's five and six, not three and four? No. Yeah, okay. It's later
3: than that. Because the movie came out in 99, I want to say.
2: Now, did the movie okay. advance the plot or... or Clean up holes in the story, or yeah, it, it uh, yes really no. it it solidified a lot of
3: the mythology. Okay. The First movie did so. This
2: kind of has been done before. Yeah,
0: in this it's, regard, um, if, if you watch or if you count series, the Entourage movie. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Anne wanted me to go to that this week, and I have I have a line.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you have a douche line. There's
3: a get lot on. of stuff I'll go see. I just don't, I don't I mean Entourage is okay. Sasha Gray's in it, so hey,
0: yeah. But it's I not, just, it's not great. I, I just, tried watching that on HBO. It just, it made me not like people, right? It, it, I, mean, that's, I mean,
3: well, but that's that's Los Angeles, yeah. Like it's honest. Well, I mean, it's, there's some there's some moments, but it's like, eh, and who who doesn't love Johnny drama? But
0: it's supposed to be. I I know it's supposed to be loosely based on like Mark Wahlberg and when he hit it big and. You know his okay. friends
2: hanging out with him in Hollywood. Never saw it. I'm not too familiar. I, 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 yeah, and, I don't that's, know. I mean, that's everything part of there its, is I to know not, about it. It
3: seemed a little too for, bro. I do not care for Mark Wahlberg. Well, he's pretty bro. That's
2: true.
3: He's pretty fucking bro. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's very bro. Um, I just watched the first season of Silicon Valley. Oh, so that. good. That's a lot of fun. It that's a lot so of fun. Good. That's a that's a good time. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I guess that that uh, one of those actors passed. The,
0: the yeah, the guy that played the investment, the billionaire
3: investor. Yeah, really. Yeah, he the,
0: passed the, uh, the, towards the, the end of the first season. That's why you never saw him again. Oh, at the end of the first season. They it he was battling cancer. Gotcha. Um, but still, you know, acting arriving right. on set and acting and and doing his scripted parts. They cut it back a little bit for him so that he could continue his treatments and stuff. But he passed unexpectedly while they oh. were filming. So that's why he was quote off mm-hmm. on his you know artificial island and then you never saw him mm-hmm. and then, yeah. and then of course they wrote it in that he passed away at the beginning of this talk about stop
3: spoilers i haven't seen it yet i just i don't have going about
2: a show that you want to that you just watch your characters that you really enjoy suffer
3: yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man Been a lot of fun i mean it's mike judge so i'm in yes right like, the only thing of his that I haven't been, like, 100% blown away was uh, that Syrup movie. What was it called? Oh, uh... Not yeah, Syrup, the- exactly, but, like, a Extract.
0: Yeah. Okay. It was all right. I mean, it, it wasn't anything spectacular.
2: Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm a big fan of Silicon Valley. Jeff and I have been watching the second season, which... Uh, ups the pain, good. Yeah. Good, 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 good. So it's it's intriguing, <laughs> it's, fun, it's and
3: just, you watch it through it's a, your fingers. It's, it's, a, it's great. It's a fun. It's yeah. It's a fun well, show. It's
0: just like it, it, nothing. I mean, I'm trying not to spoil anything for you, but they just they just can't win. It's like, it's, it's always something it's like, and it's always some, I mean, but, but that's supposedly based on his experience in it, Mike judge's experience in Silicon Valley. Oh, well, it's, 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 it's like, life, no man. matter what you do, it's
3: life. when you, when you start to get successful, many more obstacles come up, more money,
1: more problems, baby. That kind of reminds me <laughs> well, of <laughs> and Halt and, and Catch and fire. if you're, even when you're just, one. yeah. The which one? Halt and Catch Fire. Yeah,
3: it is similar to Halt and Catch Fire. It's the same kind of vibe as far. I mean, it's a different time. I like Halt and Catch Fire more. It's awesome. good. I like it more because I'm more of a drama guy, honestly, okay. than I am a comedy guy, <laughs> fucked up as that might be. <laughs> uh, but uh, as far as my personal tastes go, I have a small comedy collection compared to all my anime and dramas. Which Never, is surprising.
0: It is surprising. Given your your background.
3: Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, I sure love my comedies, but I'm just real particular and...
1: Is that yeah. why? Because you deal with it every day, all the time. So you're just like, I, I need something. I'm, you different.
2: know, I'm, I'm a I'm an asshole comedy snob. Sure, and you and you have, you have a lot of particulars. You don't like the dumb characters, the idiots. Although one of my favorites is Step Brothers.
3: That's one of the best Which fucking is the comedy most movies. Show. Yeah. it's <laughs> the dumbest motherfucking movie, but That's it's up there so with dumb and good. That's up there. I, I, I could It's so I could, I could really. Not, yeah, I tried. Like it's just. I it's, watched it. And, it's just gold. Start to finish, gold. It's I, one, I of, the, it's one the of the. It's one of the best. Greed it'll
0: hold up forever. Disagree.
2: No, it'll hold up forever.
0: Because because Torgun and I watched it hundred years based from now. on yeah based on my girlfriend years and,
2: loves Step Brothers right years 100. and
0: skills like recommendations. Yeah, so me and skills went and saw that it. in the
2: theater, laughed our
3: ass. I mean that's that's my wife and I's go to movie. If we were like we want to do, do? we well, let's just watch Step Brothers. We'll just watch Step Brothers. I love that movie. But ever recharges your batteries, man. Yeah, I love that movie. Oh, Step (laughs) Brothers. I got to get that. Is that second season of Dr. Dr. Steve Brule out yet? It's not yet, is it? It's out on TV, but I don't think it's on DVD. Oh.
1: You know what? Movies like that for me, The Other Guys.
0: You love that one?
3: Yeah. I haven't seen that one.
1: Oh,
0: Absolutely. the Will Ferrell and yeah. uh, Wahlberg? Well,
2: it's got Wahlberg, so you probably don't like it, but <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Here's the thing I actually kind of like Wahlberg in some roles. Yeah. Keaton, I mean,
1: he was good in Ted. Keaton, Keaton is gold in that movie. Michael Keaton is gold in that movie as the uh, police captain, whatever, but yeah. He oh, was, right. He I was forgot really about that. really good in yeah. Boogie, Nights? Boogie
2: Nights. Boogie Nights is my go to for really good in Boogie Nights, man. <laughs> Actually, Boogie Nights is one of my go-to weirdly about <laughs> movies. It's
3: a good. Well, you know that's that's where I that's where I found my husband Don Cheadle.
1: Well, <laughs> how could you not love that, uh, dear oh sweet God. Don Cheadle? Who will... Are you happy that Terrence Howard couldn't negotiate because he's a prick? And yep. And you were like, yes. yep. I
3: really was. I really was. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Don Cheadle is fucking. Cheadle kills you know, I, in that yeah, character yeah, yeah, it's, too. It's so much. He should so have been better. it from the from the yeah. jump that's that's my husband in iron man
0: 3 <laughs> yep. he was fantastic I uh in Cheater. age of ultron i there he, going. he stole
2: some of age of ultron
0: <laughs> god i love that, I love that. He's yep. in the party and just it, he can't sell his story to he's, anybody he's an incredibly intelligent actor I mean, absolutely this makes really smart. i really and, enjoy and him on. subtle choices yes i and, really enjoy him on house of house of lies on soft, showtime and a, that's a soft mm-hmm. touch yep yeah, yeah. Yep.
3: a gentle lover. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> what was it you said about he, he's, he. In my dream, I was married to Don Cheadle. A real dream he had. He cuddled me and said, it's okay, baby. Everything's going to be all right. He he was gonna take care of it. I just I just know Don, Don Cheadle's gonna take care of it. You don't have to you, if you, if Don Cheadle's around. You don't have to worry about it. It's he's got it handled. Cheadle's on the case. Mm.
0: Oh, good times, good
3: times. Uh, I've never in in waking life or dream. I've never felt so confident and secure, <laughs> so calm, at peace, relaxed. As in the arms of Dream Don Cheadle.
2: <laughs> Paramount Pictures has picked up the rights to Wesley Chew's upcoming science fiction novel, Time Salvager. Michael Bay is attached to direct. Hooray! Oh, fuck. God. Well, there'll be no time salvaging that piece of shit. <laughs> While the book's author has signed on to executive produce the adaptation. Story follows the humans on a near-apocalyptic Earth who travel back in time to bring back resources. Wait, near-apocalyptic Earth? Like it's on the brink. What's the fucking difference? I don't know. I'm just, I just How's it right it? On, the, on the Paul uh, Armageddon scale? I would say you can still whack it. Yeah. Cheeseburger's coming more scarce. You can still get them. But not for long. Bullet in the brain, yo. Out. <laughs> you, you <got> about, <laughs> checking out you got about thirty two left. No. Checking You'd out. You'd be
0: like, I can still eat a burger. I can still eat a burger. Checking I can out. still yeah. eat a burger. No.
3: It's not even can I eat a burger. It's is it readily available?
2: It's readily available thirty two more times.
3: Nope. Checking out, <laughs> checking out. You would check I out just, before you got to the final sure, burger. Why would you gonna fight over that shit? No,
0: no. I, I mean, like you have yes. them lined up in your apartment, yeah, no. and you're like, nope. There's the dun, very last dun, burger, dun, and then I'm capping my who's ass.
3: Even who? Yeah, who's even? I don't understand survivalists and their mindset. If the Earth is ravaged to the point where you have to hide underground to survive, just kill yourself.
0: And well, that's how our ancestors survived. They cowered underground in caves. Well, that's how which we ones? evolved into. That's how we evolved into be But
3: but the Earth wasn't ravaged necessarily by Armageddon-like qualities. It was. Yeah. It was yes, rough. It was.
1: Yeah.
0: Go but aside. Freeze. It giant. Giant asteroid hit Earth. Devast, right. Right, devastate. right. 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 Okay. But but
2: yeah, there's no, kind but, of a yeah. military. Mindset that goes along with that survivalist sure. idea. Yes. So what you're going to have left are these little collections of many military survivalists Who get that get off on doing that. And is that the if earth you want left over? Yeah,
3: I mean, if that's your thing, great. But there are not going to be enough people left to keep it going for long. Again, all of human existence, as we know, is but a blink of an eye.
1: Yes. In yes.
3: time. So the absolute...
2: Uh, Unimportance of everything can be mind-shattering. Yeah, and it's almost an audacity of self-indulgence.
3: Abs- it totally is. <laughs> life, our existence. Oh, yes. is uh, the all, oh.
2: especially the way we live. Americans. <laughs> I'm talking sh- you and me. D- d- right, <laughs> right. Oh no,
3: I know, I know, I know. Maybe life is a dream. <laughs> oh, dude, forget it. Yeah, a waking nightmare. <laughs> Because when I wake up, there is no Don Cheadle.
1: (laughs) I was so gently loved
0: when I was asleep. Now (laughs) I am awake and I am
3: sad. Mm -hmm. The cold earth greets me with her slapping fist of (laughs) bullshit. Slapping fist. Yep. All right. She has a slappy
0: fist.
1: There's no hope. No, there is no hope. There is no no hope. Good night, folks. Enjoy yourself. There is
0: no Don Cheadle. (laughs)
3: Embrace
0: the emptiness.
3: Just embrace the abyss. Really if you ever no meet hope. him in
0: person someday, it's just gonna be. A- well,
3: I'd have to get to know him before I tell him the story of how he was my dream husband. <laughs> I think you should lead with that. Maybe <laughs> depends on the situation. Are
1: you gonna see now? I bet you he just gonna go over here, right?
3: He'd be like, yeah, he'd be like. <laughs> I'm getting a restraining order on your ass. Like, oh, You just you sit once there, more. I'll be right I'm back. Once I'm more, the slappy fist here. of the earth <laughs>
2: strikes me away. was trying to enjoy the licensing expo. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, a little bit of sad news in this, because uh, Rick Baker, one of the greatest artists of makeup and animatronic creations, yeah. announced that he is retiring from the film business. Aww. Uh, Reasons are many. Shrinking budgets, unreasonable deadlines, and the use of CG in place of practical effects have all convinced Baker that at the age of 64, it's time for him to go. Here's what he told California radio station KPCC, quote, First of all, the CG stuff definitely took away the animatronics part of what I do. It's also starting to take away the makeup part. Time is right. I'm 64 years old. The business is crazy right now. I like to do things right, and they want cheap and fast. That's not what I want to do, so I just decided it's basically time to get out. I would consider designing and consulting on something, but I don't think I will have a huge working studio anymore. Baker admitted that the uh, lack of work led him to lay off most of his staff and sell his production shop in Glendale, California, adding, I did Men in Black 3, which was good for that space, but the last film I did was Maleficent, and I could have done that in a garage, basically. Uh, Baker's early work ranges from The Exorcist, to 1981's American Werewolf in London, where his stunning transformation sequence took makeup effects to an entirely new level. He also created zombie makeup for Michael Jackson's Thriller video. Later films include Ed Wood, Batman Forever, All Three Men in Black entries, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Hellboy, and The Wolfman. His honors include a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame and seven Academy Awards for makeup. He's going to be fine. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. He's retiring fine. It's, no. Yeah. It's, but but it's it's, it's kind just of a sad. It's harkening to the end of that practical era for a while. Although I it Fury Road is a nice salvo back. Well, the, the pendulum will always keep swinging back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: Fury Road's got a lot of CG, but there is a fuck ton of practicality going on yeah.
1: around the CG too. It's, it's not just, like they made they, the CG believable though, like that mm-hmm. um, huge dust tornado thing that. Mm-hmm even though obviously you CG but it looked real it sure.
2: looked well like because really
3: everything there. else was you know yeah. they were they weren't shooting like Lucas against a green screen
2: <laughs> sure. and that's what was so broken about the remake of the thing the reboot the prequel whatever you want to call it they made practical effects for that movie a studio was hired to do that and they did it and did it well and then the studio said you know we can do this cheaper with CG let's do all CG monsters and the movie just suffers for it it is it just feels unrealistic yeah so.
3: Practical stuff is very different.
2: It's it's truly
0: sad that it an end of an era has been reached. Where it, I mean, Baker was phenomenal. Yes. in his day. I mean, I I actually it made me think about uh, at the Star Trek Con uh, a couple years ago. Michael Westmore was there and talking about, you know, he's he's fine. He's he's made his money. He still has a studio, and you know, he's involved, of course, in the uh, face face off. Face-off. He's a producer on there, so. But but yeah, that the fact that, you know, he's he played it off like, you know, you know, he's happy about it. He's like, Yeah, I get more time with my grandkids and <laughs> blah blah blah. But it's clear that I'll feel
2: the same, I guess, when bartenders are robots, so sure. You know, his
0: his uh, workload, I hate to tell you, yeah.
3: bartenders are already
2: robots. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, you got two great makeup artists that are just not working as much now or not working at all now that he's retired but <laughs> ugh, it's just so terrible i mean i i remember that was one of the things that just made me so in awe of films when i was a kid because i saw a behind the scenes makeup effects thing with rick baker and he was showing how he did various things and that rolled into me getting my degree in film oh wow and uh i i had a friend Alan who did a lot of makeup effects when I was in film school on a lot of the the films I worked on, and he was super talented. And he quote he uh, credited Rick Baker with him getting interested in doing the actual makeup.
2: I'm sure he's inspired. I'd effects. say at least a third of current makeup effects artists.
0: Now, I used to help Alan out every now and then, and just was in awe of that talent from you know anybody that does that, you know. So yeah, it's. That's actually really hitting me here. I've yeah. done my
3: share of makeup
0: every day. Right. For years. <laughs> <as> <laughs> year. Oh, yeah, and I mean, yeah, absolutely.
3: Westmore came out and taught us how to handle it and taught us some tricks. It was really cool. And, uh, yeah. But that stuff's just not practical
2: anymore. No, yes! no it happened. Ah. Wah-wah. <laughs> Wah-wah. <laughs> it fucking happened.
3: fucking happened.
2: Steven Spielberg's killer shark thriller Jaws is set to return to theaters around the country in celebration of its 40th anniversary the movie will return to theaters courteous of Fathom events of course first on June 21st at 2 o'clock p.m. and 7 o'clock p.m. local time and then again on June 24th at the same times screenings will also include a special introduction from TCM host Ben Mankiewicz so if you wanted to see Jaws on the big screen here's your chance Absolutely, it'd be fun. Yeah, I've not seen I'm, it on the big screen. You know, if you never know what you want to do on a week or something, find yourself to fathom events. Right, and, fathom and events. And see what's happening. Shit. There's, there's yeah. a lot of just stuff. That live you don't plays hear about. and yeah. all kind of
0: cool shit. Yeah, there's a lot of great stuff. Rift, Rift Tracks was,
2: Live was on oh, yeah, absolutely. there. Absolutely,
0: a couple of theirs. The Rift oh, Tracks stuff is good. That
3: Rift Tracks I saw, they had that crafts with plants thing. You like seen a that PSA. short? Oh, okay, it's one of those old oh, shorts. shorts.
2: The kids making crafts with plants. I have not seen it, but I'm already a fan. Are you fucking
3: kidding me? I'm a fan already. Oh, I, I man. love what the was, shorts. What was the movie before? What was the, what was the movie? Oh, it was the Reefer Madness movie. Okay. <laughs> you got that one? I have the
2: Reefer Madness, but it doesn't have that short. No. At least to my knowledge. We only. need to watch that short then. I mean, they release just DVDs of their shorts. Yeah. They have like three or four of
3: them. Yeah. Well, we, you guys see that one, Crafting with Plants. Fuck, man. Have me in fucking tears. (laughs) Have me in fucking tears, like
2: making these little masks.
3: Man, ah, fucking yeah.
2: I think Sharknado 2 is coming soon to Rift Tracks. I saw the first Sharknado with them. It was amazing.
3: So you end up getting Hulu for it? Uh, You have Hulu? I don't have Hulu. Oh, okay. Rift Tracks is on Hulu. I told you. yeah, Yeah. A a bunch of it. Not all of it, but a bunch of it.
2: Okay.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of their DVD release kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. We saw yeah. Rift Tracks live in San Diego one year. Yes, Actually, did. Todd got me uh, tickets for uh, with them
3: in person right there. Yep. In person, yeah, Plan cool. Nine from Outer Space. Yeah, and, that's and
0: it was all original jokes. It wasn't stuff that they had done. Right. Uh, it was uh, uh, Manos, the Hands of Fate. Right? What? Oh no, sorry, Planet Nine or Planet Plan Nine, nine yeah. from Outer Space yeah. rather. Um, so yeah. Uh, Rift Tracks Live, it was in one of the theaters there in San Diego. Yeah, they're very funny. During Comic-Con. It was fantastic. So
3: what's, what's up with the MST3K coming back? Is it
2: happening? I haven't heard anything since that it's like tease. It's been almost a year,
3: right? Yeah. What's so, going on? I don't know. Oh, man. Come on, Joel. Get it together, man. Right. Do your shit.
2: <laughs> Capcom's iconic video game Mega Man is returning to the small screen. 20 years after the original syndicated animated series based on the video game ended its run, the Ben 10 creators are developing a new 26-episode series. Ooh, you have got my attention. <laughs> Mega Man first launched in 87 with a series of video games featuring battles by its eponymous Blue Robot and an outgo- ongoing cast of aliens and enemies. The goal is to launch the new Mega Man series in 2017, pegged to the franchise's 30th anniversary.
3: Hmm. So well, Ben least, 10 creators are making the time. At least they're recognizing it because they really dropped the ball in their 20th anniversary of Mega Man. They really dropped the ball. They barely paid it any mind. Uh, the same thing they did with Street Fighter. Street Fighter did okay in its 20th anniversary, but, yeah, Capcom's weird. They're getting better. All right. I mean, they're no Konami. Right. <laughs> right. They're getting better. Yeah, exactly. But, but that. But it's the same kind of thing. Like, but you know what they're doing? I talked about this on uh, Ice Cream Social last night. You know what they're doing to fuck with uh, Kenji Nofune? Uh-oh, what? They're releasing a uh, six-game compilation uh, of Mega Man 1 through 6 the same
0: day that Mighty Number no. 9 comes out. What an ass. Mm-hmm, right?
3: <laughs> wow. Pretty shitty.
0: Now, do you think they're skipping the 20th anniversaries on these various properties because they're holding out for 25? No, I mean,
3: they, they did little stuff for it, but it's just not, nothing major. Nothing they just major. Don't, they don't put a lot of forethought into it. And they just, uh, it's just weird, but whatever. They're making money. Capcom's a weird company, too. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, I don't see a whole lot of anniversary celebration out of properties from Japan. Do you think it's a cultural thing? Possibly. I, quite likely. Okay. Yeah. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about the, all the Star Wars books getting released between when the, like a month ago, all the way up till december there's like right. 23 I just, mo-
3: books just today went to toys r us okay as i am want to do sometimes a lot of times, a lot
0: <coughs> weekly
3: i did well on the amiibos like mr paul welcome back uh, I, got a, I got and me i got me a silver mario <laughs> i got me a silver mario uh and i got a pac-man and i even got a greninja I don't know what that means. Right, I don't either. Why? <laughs> 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 but good and, on I, you. and I and I. you got that. I got on the Amazon when they did their sales. Oh yeah, where they had to parcel them out time wise. Yep. And I got Pac Man there, and I got uh, Charizard. So I got everything I wanted except Jigglypuff, who is a fucking Target exclusive.
2: Who wouldn't want the Target
3: ones? exclusives are impossible to get. Rosalina was the first one. I desperately want one, but it's a fifty dollar goddamn. <laughs> tiny figure now and I'm just like no mm. Jigglypuff's already in the 30s I don't even have an amiibo reader yet <laughs> <laughs> that is the funny part that's of it. I of mean this. but they're they're just really cool little figs but I a got PS4 game for I got my two yeah, I got my two Pac-Man PS4. so I got one that's in the box still and I got my Pac-Man that I took out of the box Sweet. I love Pac-Man
2: that would and be one I would consider
3: Pac-Man. you should you can find him okay you should get one soon, now, though. I mean, not I need one so badly that if I miss it, I'll be sad. But if I come across one... They're out there. 13 bucks, up. It's a deal. It's a good figure. But the other stuff is really getting really fucking hard to find. All of it is super hard to find. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> well, Disney... <laughs> oh, oh, no. What I meant to say was... The novels, yes. Yeah. Well, when I went to Toys R Us today... Okay. I don't know how we got a, on that. They have a giant that. clock. <laughs> <laughs> they have a giant clock sitting at their Star Wars section. Oh wow. It is eight hundred and some hours until oh, new Star the, Wars the new exists, movie. guys. Wow. Eight hundred hours and counting. So that's
2: till the movie comes out, not till the, till toys the new are films.
3: No, I don't think it's to the to- – it could be to the toys, but it's close enough. Okay. It's some 800-some hours. It's I enough can't, can get, you believe it's only get 800 get your, hours? To get your heart Doesn't moving. that scare you, thinking that the rest of this year is only 800 fucking hours? I want more fucking hours. <laughs> 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 is it, though? It it has to be because there's this huge number, and, that's the, and it was ticking down.
2: Four like, days is is 20, nearly, nearly 100 hours.
1: Yeah, he's right.
3: Okay, maybe it was eight hundred thousand hours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that
2: would be uh, close to reality.
3: Well, <laughs> here's I, the here's the problem. Here's the problem. Math. <laughs>
1: I will two just plus th- two is twenty two. Shut up.
2: <laughs> Can you, I Jeff? W- would yeah. you mind? Oh, looking up A quick how many calculation. Hours. Thank you. Eight hundred thousand sure. divided by twenty four. It's not eight hundred thousand. Uh, <laughs> I will it's not.
0: I will caution you, Paul, this time, don't buy the Star Wars toys before you see the movie. So no no spoilers. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I will buy a few of
3: them, sight unseen. I'm getting that fucking weird dude with the hilted blade. I'm buying some of his shit. I will buy the bad guy's shit regardless. I bought a fuck ton of Darth Mauls back in the day. I still have my Darth Maul towel. Once I saw the movie a couple times... After about viewing six or seven in the theaters, it would to go, t- Oh, this guy's dumb. But, <laughs> but relegated to the dog towel, right? It's too late. <laughs> no, no, I still use that towel. That is still. And I do really. It's, it's a. He's such a cool looking guy. He is. They fucked him so hard. God, he could have been awesome.
2: He's great because he doesn't say much.
1: Dude, it helps. It's all about General Grievous.
2: No, it's the That's worst thing that ever happened. <laughs> no, <laughs> Count hey. no, Count Dooku. Count Dooku. The more right? Count Dooku is badass. The more Compared to Grievous? The more somebody talks in a prequel, the worse their character is. Oh, it's a oh, fucking true. That's yeah. kind of the math problem right there.
3: <sighs> That's
2: why oh, Dexter Jester math. is one you of the coolest math. characters in the whole thing.
3: Uh, what the, what's how many how many hours?
0: For the sake of brevity, roughly forty three hundred hours left in the year. Mm.
3: So what is So what number are you looking at?
2: <laughs> maybe this is some weird number of Maybe it's a toy release thing. Maybe it is 800 hours in toy
3: release. Oh, maybe. Maybe. And it was counting. It didn't have anything else. It was just this big black box with these red numbers counting down. Maybe it was a bomb. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really look back there waiting waiting in front of it, not (laughs) telling anybody.
0: What's
1: going to happen? (laughs)
0: Next week, Paul goes in and he's like. What what happened to my Toys R Us? <laughs> oh, didn't you hear there was a big bomb planted in the Star Wars toy Holy aisle?
2: shit! That was a bomb! Holy shit! <laughs> it's become, it's become a more relaxed world. It's see something, buy something.
0: Uh, Jeff, <laughs> would you could you
3: check and see Toys R Us countdown clock?
0: <laughs> All right.
1: Maybe slash, watch those
3: Star Wars on slash it. bomb.
1: Maybe <laughs> like a picture of like the ISIS guy like. <laughs> oh, that's I R Us Figurine like. We had, like a little <laughs> selfie Of him standing in front of it Going like Hey look ah, la, 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 la. <laughs> uh, Oh no what's one of the new Star Wars toys <laughs>
2: <laughs> Han Solo with a big huge <laughs> A big beard <laughs> <laughs> Or Han Solo's wife I didn't like that one And oh. be like "Muhan Solo <laughs> 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 You see that bombshell Dropped in the comics Osana bin Laden. What? Yeah. No, I'm stretching. <laughs> now the, uh, in the in the comics because the comics are canon. What happened? Uh, Han Solo's wife has appeared. Leia. No. Like before. Hey, Han. What the fuck you been doing? You said you were going for smoke. <laughs> what? what the-
3: <laughs> now this is in the this, new stuff. This is in the spoilers, new dude. dude. You better chill out. You telling some
2: people some shit in the new Marvel. And the new Marvel Going Back stuff.
3: Oh, okay. Back in the day. So this is when he was on Coruscant still? My guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wish they all could be Coruscanti
2: <laughs> girls. Speaking of the old stuff, Disney, I, I don't know how I feel about this. Disney has announced a new series of novels that will serve as fresh interpretations of the original Star Wars trilogy. Along with serving as a retelling of those original adventures, the novels will attempt to tell the story from the perspective of the different characters to fill in story elements that might not have made it to the screen. Yawn. Disney adds the stories will also be, quote, filtered through each author's vision of the original series. Boy, oh boy. The project list includes Star Wars A New Hope, The Princess, The Scoundrel, and The Farm Boy by Alexander Bracken. And she was behind the Darkest Minds series, Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back. So you want to be a Jedi? By Adam Gidwitz, who is behind the Dark and that Tale Dark and the Grim series, and Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. Beware the power of the dark side! Exclamation point. By Tom Engelberger, who wrote the Origami Yoda series. The novels are expected to hit the shelves September twenty two.
1: Why does they that are punching the, the
2: like? juice in the gut.
3: <laughs> they are beating every last egg out of its ovarian area.
2: <laughs> and they say they're being very careful not to do that.
3: that oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. Clearly yeah. yeah, they've really restrained themselves. <laughs> I mean, there are only, what, nine ongoing Star Wars titles from Marvel right now? Shaking that tree until what every shit? last. What the Well, I mean, what, maybe I'm exaggerating, but it's a lot.
2: Well, they've announced over 20 books. <laughs> Between mm-hmm. now and then.
1: Holy smokes, Bullwinkle. Yeah, shake him. turn him upside down. Oh, now, still got some money in there. What's
3: the what's what's the profile of the individual who
2: can consume all of this media? That is uh, an obsessive person. But again, I, not only obsessive, I'm, I'm guessing the person outrageously that outrageously read... moneyed
3: and yeah. free time endowed. This who is... could possibly? I mean, like, I guess. They're trying to just fire a wide, scatter shot sort of appeal kind of thing. Sure, and and I mean, they got me with the Vader,
2: and some of it's young adult. I'm stuff. gonna be, some I'm gonna be you know. buying
3: that trade when it comes out. Sure, and 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 I've heard good
2: things still about that ongoing series, but I don't, I guess. But I will say, the novels so far, they're not releasing them as paperbacks. Yeah, they're coming out as the full thirty dollar hardbacks. So, of course, why not more money? Yeah. <laughs> Or the $15 digital edition. So Jeez. That. But oh. even 15 for a digital is I mean, pretty high not, for a digital edition.
3: I sh- I'm not really complaining. I love it. I'm glad that there's more Star Wars out there in the world. This Star true. Wars is great. I mean, I've got a fucking Stormtrooper car, for goodness sakes. <laughs> yes, I, oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> too much Star I Wars. I didn't tell you. I, I went into detail about this the last week, other week. I won't go into too crazy a detail. Okay. But I cleaned up the old ride, got it tricked huh. out again, 80,000-mile checkup. And I went and got a new license plate
0: 80,000 miles you put on that already? Yep.
3: Well, it's going on year seven.
0: My truck's 10 years old. I don't even have 70,000 miles on it. I get around. I guess so. I do. And uh,
3: the... Um, a new license plate. New license plate holder. Oh, okay. So it now says not only my Stormtrooper license plate, but it says my other ride is an Imperial Star Destroyer. Very nice. And then when you open up the trunk... When you look inside when it, when trunk when the hatchback goes all the way up upside down, but right side up when it's open, you can say i put the i put the lettering on there it says quicker, easier, more seductive <laughs> so
2: <laughs> the car is now closer to complete you need some of those audio attachments for your car doors when it opens up the imperial theme plays what are where are those available? I don't know, I'm sure they exist oh man dude i I had that for a while. Benedict
3: got me a birthday card with that played the Imperial March, huh. <laughs> And I took the guts out and rigged it onto my uh, sun visor. There you go. So I could just pull my sun visor down and the Imperial March would play. (laughs) See, they exist. That's great, though. I mean, yeah. We got jerry-rigged the thing.
2: Until the battery starts slowing down. Well, that was just it. The battery went down. Oh, that card you got
3: me lived in my car until the battery died. The lightsaber card? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the battery doesn't work anymore. So (laughs) I just chucked it during this last
2: cleaning. They are great, though, when you have one that plays a song that has lyrics and the battery dies down. And it gets the, slower. And the card becomes the devil. Yeah, it's fantastic.
0: <laughs> me. I found nothing, Paul. I, I found nothing.
3: <laughs> I know nothing.
0: Tried several different variations. All right.
3: Nothing. I'll go looking for it right now myself. There he goes. Right. I'll use
2: my Apple search. This year's Electronic Entertainment Expo E3 in Los Angeles will, for the first time in its 20-year history, allow the public to attend. At least in a limited fashion. The annual game industry event usually only opens to the video games industry and the press that covers it, to al- and it will now allow limited public access, according to Polygon. This year, for the first time, quote, there will be prosumers in the yeah. halls. Prosumers. Prosumers. It's Out. an actual category. Pro-consumers. Uh, Said Rich Taylor, Senior Vice President of Consumer and Industry Affairs at E3. Uh, Entertainment Software Association, the ECA, will allow for 4,000 to 5,000 non-industry people to be invited to the show. Taylor said the passes will be handed out by ESA member companies who have paid to exhibit on the floor, with the number of passes a company gets being based on the size of its booth. So it's not really open to the public. It's open to those who are invited or given passes from the booth to their friends. Right. Okay. Okay. On families and awesome. kids and friends of kids and yeah, but it's edging a little closer. So what? Uh, e three takes like next week, something like that. Yeah. It's very soon. Yeah, so if it's not not next week. It's the week after, but I think it's next week.
3: Yeah. So very soon, I'm gonna get a uh, PlayStation Four. <laughs> Looking forward to that No Man's Sky.
1: Yeah,
2: that that looks really good. I, I'm I'm almost afraid to get too excited. Because that, not a whole I, lot is really known right. about it, right?
3: No, I know, I know. But man, doesn't it just it, make you feel like Wing Commander and X X Wing when you watch that shit? I it mean, does. it could it could suck, but it really looks like Wing Commander or X Wing.
0: Looking forward to Fallout Four on the new systems too. Oh that, my god, yes! It looked really gorgeous in that trailer. Hopefully, they, I mean, they said that was all in-game generation. We've so, heard that, before. but exactly that's what the point I was exactly going to make is that.
2: But Bethesda has times? their own conference this right. year, so that's a first oh, really? for them. So they're they're doing the oh there we go what you, what you got? There is a Star Wars countdown clock
3: at my local Toys R Us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Please tell me that's where it ends. Please say that's where it ends. And, <laughs> then,
3: and then we got comment, uh, and then and then the comments because there was nothing. There was just a big countdown clock sure. in black. Seriously, could have been a bomb. It says. Probably first set of E.P. 7 stuff, hoping they get another trailer out beforehand so they can get a little more creative with what merch they can put out before the release of the movie. Wait, is the production of merchandising limited to what has been shown in trailers? Do they ever release merchandise before we ever know what we're looking at? Characters, vehicles, etc. Recently... Characters, story plots, and so on have been ruined by merchandise. Ep 7 <laughs> is no recently. different. For instance, maybe Episode 7 spoiler died redacted. To prevent this, they are really picky now about what merch is made and when. More recently, an Avengers 2 plot was spoiled by an ad for Funko Pop statues. Okay, well, there you go. Well, so was- that's why it's so vague. There's just a big old countdown clock. and so for the toys.
0: Well, James James Gunn said that the reason they didn't have the dancing Groot before the movie was out is because he didn't want to spoil that little scene. Smart, yeah. sure. Uh, what what
2: uh, what toy spoiled Ultron? Funko toy, do you know? I have no idea.
3: Is there a, is there a dead Quicksilver toy? <laughs> That's what I was Is there a bullet written Quicksilver? <laughs> Spoilers!
0: <laughs> <art. laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, it, well, the Jurassic World had the, the new secret dinosaur spoiled because it was on a picture, uh, you know, those little party uh, uh, packages that you could buy that have the cups and the yeah. paper plates and so forth. Apparently, um, some company posted a picture of their upcoming party pack, and it had a picture of the new dinosaur on, like, the cups. Wow. Ah. So that got that got spoiled early.
1: Marketing man, they I specifically didn't look at the pictures Who for that. Fucking
0: but cares,
3: yeah. <laughs> I, that move. I am checked so hard out for that fucking film. I kind of want to see it. Oh, I, I'm, I'm. They will not get I'm kind of excited my money. about it. No sir. I'm gonna let you go first.
2: Yeah, and you're, and right. you're gonna, you're gonna tell me. Jump on in, whether that's son. that's, that's you're worthwhile. You're brave. Um,
3: Thirteen days ago, man, this thing must have happened a while back <laughs>
2: Uh, Video game rental company Gamefly is making a major move in the game streaming. What's happening? What's going on with Gamefly? Uh, They uh, they acquired uh, the streaming technology company Playcast. Gamefly envisions a future where it becomes the Netflix of gaming, allowing customers to stream and play games for a monthly subscription fee. Mm. Gamefly says it will debut a new service later on on Amazon Fire TV with other platforms to be supported on other devices, including smart TVs. When the service launches, it will offer a handful of games, including the Batman Arkham series, Darksiders 2, and Dirt 3. So that's coming. Another streaming.
0: Well, I mean, it seems like that's been in the works for a while. They acquired a streaming company, a streaming technology company last year as well. Sure. I mean, OnLive came out, didn't
2: work. Right. All right. Or at least no one played it enough to keep it alive. Uh, PlayStation Now is still running. I don't know what the success level of that is yet.
0: It's starting to be incorporated into some uh, upcoming, uh, like uh, 2016 rather, model TVs later this year, and non-Sony branded TVs, I should say. Although Uh, Samsung's going to be introducing uh, that that streaming capability into some of their TVs, so.
2: If anybody can make it work, I think it's Gamefly. Because they already have the name structured in there. Right. They already have a large subscription base.
0: They, pay, they already pay a bunch of licensing fees to all the various game manufacturers. You still working
3: with them, you still I still still like it. I still absolutely adore them. I think I might have to uh get in there.
0: Hey, it saved
2: him a ton grab, of money. I'm Even gonna grab
3: that PS four buy I'm that need a one, couple of games. Yeah, if you
2: buy that one game. At a time thing, it's not that expensive. Right, it's only like five bucks more for two.
3: And then, how, is it still retail price pretty much when you buy the rented game? No, it's
2: less. It is a little uh, bit yeah, less. Yeah, I bought uh, Witcher three for forty five bucks. Now, do you think you were the first person to rent that game? Yes. So well, you, I was because I basically got it the week of re- right. Of so you release. saved probably fifteen bucks. Sure. And they send you coupons all the time for five. How much off is the subscription? And, uh, I haven't checked it in a while, but I think for like one game, it's like sixteen, seventeen bucks a month.
3: Oh well, then it's the same price, essentially. Okay. Well, yeah. but 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 well, if but, you really don't want it, but it's yeah exactly. But it's I don't. Even have, but I don't have the time. Like I don't have the time. Yeah. I have I. It is very rare that I buy a game that I am not one hundred percent. I'm gonna love this. I'm gonna play shit out of it. And right now. I'm still buying old games. It's all 360 for me sure. now. I just found uh, the Lego three Lego Batman three for ten bucks. Was on sale at Toys R Us the other day. So like a lot of their stuff is going down to $10, ten, twelve bucks. am sure. grabbing that shit. But yeah. So,
2: but uh, well, I
0: mean, he's rented so many times games that uh, he was on the fence about. And once it got here, <laughs> played it for what like an hour and then sent it back. Like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> the board
2: uh, was pleasantly surprised and said, "Yeah, keeping yeah, this
0: absolutely." They're just the opposite.
2: I so. would say my I would say. of my game library are Gamefly games. Okay. All right. Easily. But so, yeah, I love the service, but again, you got to spend some time playing some games because otherwise they just sit there. Yeah. Like I've played nothing but Witcher 3 all week and Gamefly sent me the second game. I don't even remember what the other game is because I looked (laughs) at it and go, oh, this isn't Witcher 3. I'm going back to that.
0: So... How dare you try to distract me with something other than
1: Witcher Three? It's very true. It's not good, huh? Witcher Three.
2: Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, if, if you love the Elder Scrolls series, no business not playing this game.
1: I haven't played any Elder Scrolls. I don't think.
2: Oh, you need to fix that. No, I don't. You need to unfuck your life. No,
1: I don't. <laughs> not a console person. Uh, Nor do I play it on PC.
2: <laughs> it's it's a right, PC so... game <laughs> with with like the best collection of mods to ever exist. I own it both I the and both console and PC. I will give him the Macho Man Dragon. Yes, that's pretty epic. That's pretty damn awesome. Or you can do the My Little Pony Dragon.
0: Okay. Well, let, let me too. ask you, Matt. What is the justification for your snobbish view of console gaming versus PC gaming? Because as somebody that has <laughs> done both and continues to do both, I there honestly, is a lot more frustration I have with PC gaming than I have ever had with console that's gaming. Why I can't do it, and the quality of the games the on game the console. If the game doesn't start
3: in less than a minute, I am ready to burn my house down.
0: I'm I'm less a, about the startup time. <laughs> I'm less frustrated about that. But the you know the constant. Well, you need this particular upgraded driver. Well, or that's what I mean. Like if, and,
3: it's, if it tells me you can't play it until you fix it,
0: fine and enough. the the quality of the games <laughs> on console are almost as good now as being on a PC. It, I mean, it's... Yeah, see, it's, almost. It's, well, it's right there, though. I mean, it's m- actually much faster on the console, on the current-gen consoles with the uh, processing and the memory.
2: Yeah, it depends if you're running a solid-state drive. Sure. Sorry, sorry to get nerdy on you out there, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the solid-state drive. But that, that thing loads so fast that so, it yeah, beat the console out. What, what, I don't
1: like controllers, really. I don't like the controls on the controllers type... Joystick aiming, things like that. I'm okay. um, mouse and keyboard man. He's a WASD man. Yes.
2: Which was- I D. get. For a good long was- time, D. before I got caught up in the Xbox, original Xbox and PS2 and all that, I was very much a WASD PC game and running guy. In fact, I was like, what sold me on the PS3 initially was the fact you could hook up a keyboard to it. And like, I can control games with a mouse and keyboard. That's what I need for first-person shooters. And I don't understand this blind faith of the consoles and all these AAA failures.
1: Like all these overhyped Destiny. Like, well, there's so what the I can remember right now. <laughs> no, That's right. That's right. You get the same AAA failures on PC too, though. I
2: mean, <laughs> it's it's
0: it's it's a moot point. Is what I'm
2: saying. The here's the difference. With the console, you have a basically established favorites. You have the AAAs, and you have the indie games that have been established with already a populace that enjoys them on PC. With PC, is still the kind of wild frontier of gaming. There's where all of the indie development is happening, where everybody is throwing everything against the wall to see what sticks. Sometimes to a very big detriment if you ever watch Jim Sterling's YouTube play channel. But if you want to get the forefront of the gaming frontier, PC is the place to do it. If you want to see what's going to happen next in gaming, that's where it's happening next on consoles. If you want to play it first.
0: well, What I'm saying is both are acceptable and yes. both are enjoyable yes. ways to access video games. You can play both. My question it's is, okay. why is he so against accepting one version of gaming versus the other? That's my That's my question. Why are you prejudiced
2: against the console, man? PC master race. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> if there I there it is. If you have uh, the money, the wherewithal, the technology to have a decent enough souped-up system, PC
1: will always be better at yeah. that point.
2: Yeah, but if you have a, the money, but there's a high cost of entry to that. A to very get high a, cost of entry a, to get a just the video card alone costs you more than the consoles do. Oh yeah. For one that's going to, say, take advantage of Windows 10's DirectX 12. Yep. So, or 14. I don't even know what to Shoot
0: anymore. the video card on I my workstation. Twelve. Yeah. The Video card on the workstation that I used to edit the show. That thing was $700. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's not the most I could, expensive. I could have
0: bought, I could have bought two... Xbox 360s for that, sure, and Be- still had money left over for games.
2: The highest end ones right now, you're going to get it at nine to uh, nine hundred to a thousand dollars price point. Oh yeah,
0: point. so I was to say, and and mine was a mid level card for what I needed to do.
2: But if you compare that to the games, ru- that same game running on the Xbox One, mm-hmm. your eyes will bleed because of how beautiful it is. they're, well, they're the as beautiful again, as the Xbox One again, looks, PCs are much much again. Assuming
0: cooler. you have a high-res monitor. Because some people are only running 1080p monitors right now.
2: Well, my guess, if you have a $1,000 video card, you probably have a 4K monitor. Well, I'm just one would hope, but again. Sorry, we, we really broke down to geek, nerdity, technical. Sorry, people. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, Sorry. Had to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I just have one final uh, kind of who? Um, it looks like Hot Topic will not be buying ThinkGeek after all. Yeah, I saw
0: that. Uh, somebody um, else has put in an offer. Video
2: game retailer GameStop I announced GameStop that it will it right. acquire yeah. GeekNet, the parent company of ThinkGeek. Didn't, Think Think Didn't we talk about that last time? talk last time we talked about Hot Topic owning it. That's what we talked about. Oh, okay. Now, GameStop is the new runner. They, uh, GeekNet terminated its announcement with Hot Topic. GeekNet will pay Hot Topic a termination fee. That was part of the Hot Topic agreement with GameStop to reimburse GeekNet for that amount. So there it is. I, I feel better with GameStop owning it over Hot Topic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 I think six I, I one, will say hot topic in missed out other. on a lot of cool shirts.
3: I will say that. I hope GameStop can figure it out, but I don't know that they're going to survive another eight years. No. Well, maybe that's just part of it. Diversifying their. I I hope so. I mean, they 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 might be. Uh, Here is the thing: a lot of game trading stuff ends up being in pawn shop type places now anyway. And GameStop is essentially a pawn shop. Yes. Uh, I think that's how they're qualified in a lot of states where they operate, right? Well, that makes they, sense. That, 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 that's my understanding of the business model is they file under like what is required to be a pawn shop. So, may as well have a pawn shop that's truly dedicated to nerdy stuff. Easier than going into a pawn shop where you have to wade through guns and dead people's jewelry.
2: I... Really don't see there being a big influence on either one. I got a feeling think Geek is still going to remain its own website where it sends the geek stuff. I got a feeling GameStop's going to have that. It might have a few more things, but there's not a lot of real estate in those stores.
0: Well, and GameStop's probably looking for more things to sell, given that uh, I think major retailers are also now doing the used game model.
2: I think they're looking for ways to increase the income of their companies right? while keeping it in a similar vein, and Think Geek kind of feels that, right? It's, well, it's a company shoot, wanting to make money. Think Geek makes money. They think they can make more. They buy it.
0: Because shoot, even Amazon is buying used games now. Amazon
2: just announced they are making games now. Oh, really? P- they've I announced that, that they have hired developers for their first PC game. Ooh.
3: Ooh.
0: I missed that. So, man,
2: everybody watch see, this space.
3: Everybody's seeing, uh, Chris Roberts with Star... um,
1: What's it called? Star Citizen. Star
2: Citizen. Oh, yeah. Well, it's true. My God, that man's made so much
3: money for a game that doesn't exist. It's amazing. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) And that's when I start to get jelly of the PC, guys. I was always a little bit jelly. I had uh, one of my college dorm mates. He had Privateer running optimally, and he would spend whole Saturdays you could hear it all the way across <laughs> all the way through the the whole floor. He had it to this giant speaker system. It was amazing and he was just fucking shit up. It was so cool. I just go watch for a little while. Sure. Was, you know, pre Twitch. I mean I mean living on the nerd yeah, floor, star. I did I did love uh, that's when I learned to love XCOM and we played Interconnected Doom and mm. Doom Two forever. Oh, and Quake. We could not get Quake to run right at all. God, it was so, because it was so demanding.
2: Well, we would go into the uh, the PC labs and install Hexen. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hexen. Turn everybody <laughs> into chickens. Yep. And <laughs> shoot each other for a while or or dissent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because none of us could afford a computer that could do that. Nope. Right. But the lab could. Yep. <laughs> what could your lab do? Write to us. Comments at uglycouchshow.com. And until next week, I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s hey, Jeff. May please, Matt. And we'll talk to you next week in geek. Because, man, this news going to come, especially if E3. E3.
0: I missed out on buying you a case of NeuroBliss yesterday, Paul.
2: Where'd you find a case of
0: NeuroBliss? Uh, Amazon, the Daily Deals. Really? I was clicking through it before I went to what bed. What was it costing? Last night. Uh, I don't know, because it was upcoming at 8.30 oh. this morning.
2: And ain't nobody getting up
0: at 8.30. No, I was up. I was getting ready to uh, go to the airport and get everything packed up. And then I realized, oh, shit, it's 9 o'clock. And I went up and it was sold out. Because it's NeuroBliss. (sighs) Yeah. Delicious NeuroBliss.
3: (laughs) NeuroBliss, if you're listening,
2: (laughs) I'm ready to sell out. hard. I, I think they tuned out when we started talking about PC specs. and XD, <laughs> <laughs> XD probably put them off. Yeah, they're like, that's enough dick yeah, for right. today.
0: And Disney XD, he's also willing to be your <laughs> spokesperson. In
3: a
2: second, I'd love to be the voice of XD. You would probably raise it up two points. Yep and increase their <laughs> mail by at least 50%. Oh, sure. yes, <laughs> easily. definitely.
1: easily. I can see it <laughs> now. Kid,
0: little kid goes, Mommy, what are extra dicks?
2: Oh, you, you've, yeah. you've seen the video. It <laughs> was awesome. Yep.
3: Yep.
0: So good. <laughs>
1: what? What are you watching? Oh, my God.
0: I'm just <laughs> watching <laughs> Disney XD. The X stands
2: for extra. The D stands for dicks. Yep. Mark, do you Mark, hear yeah, your son? Does. He's just <laughs> watching Tron. <laughs> 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 Hilarious. For the user.